Searching for just the right job? Whether you're looking for full-time, part-time, or seasonal work, you can get started today. Amazon Jobs offer the whole package with great pay and flexible shifts that allow you to choose when and how much you work. Find a warehouse close to home and discover the role that works for you. To get your application started for an hourly job, go to Amazon.com slash apply. That's Amazon.com slash apply. Amazon is proud to be an equal opportunity employer. The Nerdgasm on Talk podcast is brought to you by Spaces Philly. If you love podcasts, go to SpacesPhilly.com where you can check out Lulu and Pop, Both Sides, Turntables, Jump Thoughts, Super Tongue, and the Nerd Coalition's very own No Gimmicks Needed. Visit SpacesPhilly.com today. And now, feel the Nerdgasm. And we are back with the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast. Welcome to the Pop Culture Power. I am your host, Swag on Zero. And today, we have a great panel for you today. We have the man with the plan if you need him, Yosha Zam, the host of the No Gimmicks Needed Podcast and the co-host of the Nerdgasm Talk Podcast, Mr. A&E. What's going on, everybody? Happy holidays. Happy New Year to uh, as we're coming down, as we're counting down to get out of this hole that is known as 2020. I thought he was going to go a different direction. I wasn't ready for that. Like, come and fight COVID with the Nerd Coalition. <laughs> I'm not sure what tell it for. <laughs> but that's not all we have. Also on the mic, we have the host of the Turntables Hip Hop Culture and Beyond podcast, Lady Sketch. Hey, I'm trying to piss on 2020's grave. Whoa. I'm sorry. <laughs> we all know black folk don't be desecrating graves and shit. <laughs> I mean, they. I don't know if they know we're black if they're just listening to us. Come on now. Yeah, true. Uh, well, I, I'm probably the only one that's like not a dead giveaway. <laughs> and but- you think so. <laughs> and we have the guy that he is on the Ballers Lounge podcast. Uh, is that still happening? Yes, it is. Okay, he is on the Ballers Lounge podcast. I want to welcome his first time on the Nerdgasm Talk podcast. He's about to get his second very time. about to get his oh, second time. I apologize. Mm-hmm. This is your second time on the Nerdgasm Talk podcast. Yeah, you was absent the first time. <laughs> yeah, I, I apologize. We have the R and R and B. What's going on? Hi. Happy holidays, everybody! Ready to get out of ready to get out of twenty twenty. I'm, I'm just ready. Yeah, I, I'm. I think we're all ready. Before anything, how is everyone doing? Oh well, we are doing good. Now I know that people may want to know our Christmas answers, but look, we're recording this before Christmas, okay? So we can have this out the way because the Nerd Coalition currently is on vacation. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, vacation. Yeah, yeah. Me and Sway need a much need a break, okay? Because you know, I don't, I don't want to hear Q. I know he listened to talk about stuff. Man, I was tired of working. Okay, you know my back is hurt from carrying Nerd Coalition all year. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I ain't we, gonna, we gonna get an angry check. Yeah, we is. Go for the Well, a total of four episodes it. carrying it for the whole year. <laughs> yeah, that's it. The Where You At podcast is still wondering where it's at. I ain't say all that cute for. I was just See, trying yeah, to get. He trying to protect his. I'm not trying to be two. on the CHH district. I'm mean about to meet you on his next district, though. Just oh, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> I'm ready. 
I'm ready. Look, that's uh, an awfully this, hot coffee this, pie. If, I'll come back. What's up? If the diss track blow up, just let him know I'm gonna be riding his back pocket like Stuart Little. If the diss track blow up, my subscribers are going up, my followers are going up. I'm good. <laughs> you just made me famous. <laughs> I am good. But yes, we're gonna be talking about the year of 2020. We're gonna be talking about the good, the bad, the experience, the ugly, the all of that. And then Mr. a &E got his best and worst movies of the year 2020. And I have my best games of 2020. I can't really think of a worse because if it's bad, I just don't buy it. Um, yeah. Cyberpunk. I didn't buy Cyberpunk. Is Cyberpunk that bad? I, I keep seeing people playing it. Is it really bad? Actually, wait, it was free? No, they refunded everybody money. Yeah, they refunded uh, everyone. They refunded man, everyone's man, money, and it's been man, stripped off the PlayStation man, Store. That's just like okay. Y'all got to tell me what's happening when we get to the games, because I just I didn't know much about it. I seen people streaming it, and well, I had no idea what it's about. They had to refund their money, then you know what's bad. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, so. the games barely, especially for a digital game, they barely. <laughs> PlayStation took it off their store, but we're gonna get into that. I heard so much. I heard like some hype about it, but wow. Yeah, hype was all over the place, but we're gonna get into that. Matter of fact, we might as well put that in the bad for 2020 because <laughs> that was, it was um, but let, we're gonna start off with the uh bad that happened in 2020. We're gonna let, let's let's start down on the somber note and then build it up as we go along. Now, I know, Mr. A, you said you had the list for everything that happened in 2020 because you've been keeping a close eye on the world you was like superman out of space making sure everything was going good oh, man. Yeah. i'm sorry he was like shazam out of space making sure everything was good yeah i'm about to say because superman will answer all the calls that's <laughs> true that's true so uh well we all know that everybody personally has experienced the year a little bit different Okay, mm -hmm. and for some people, the world was actually—I mean, not the world—the year was actually for them personally not that bad. Mm -hmm. But as a culture, as a whole, as what the Earth went through in the year of our Lord twenty twenty has been a rough one. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. have things here that we can discuss that a lot of people may, may have forgot, but also that is also here that caused the whole thing. And I mean, uh. We could, uh, I don't have them necessarily in order, mm -hmm. but obviously we already know that the whole world got paralyzed by COVID-19. Mm -hmm. yeah. Pan a pandemic hit the, uh, the, 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 the globe. It, it, it hit the world, not the United States. It hit the globe. I mean, we the only ones that, you know, obviously act like we don't know what to do about it, but it hit the world. And I mean, it paralyzed us in a way that we have never been paralyzed before. Mm. Not this, not you know, in our lifetime. Not, not, not in our lifetime. We wasn't around for you know the, the flu and was it nineteen eighteen? Not by this capacity. We we Everybody had to alter our lives this year. First of all, man, twenty twenty was supposed to be the year that actually everybody was most excited for because one, we, we're getting out of the twenty tens. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's twenty twenty. I got twenty twenty vision. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, anybody said that. You know what I'm saying. That joke. <laughs> one thing I'm glad did go in 2020. That phrase. Look, I'm saying we were supposed to have a kill ass Christmas party this year because we were supposed to be we were supposed to be more organized. Mm -hmm. We were supposed to go to uh, Q Flow's awards show. Mm 
Mm-hmm. We were supposed to go to the ATL for a love outcome. I never been on a plane before. Yeah, we lost that. That that was that made me sad. Well, I was trying to go down to the African American Museum this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was trying to go to oh, Texas for what? Uh, double toasted. Oh, oh. Okay. and you want to go tell me? I was supposed it, to it, it, everything was shut down. It was like <laughs> it was like no point. Guess where I'm at? <laughs> I was be. I, I could have been on a honeymoon in Mexico for oh, after, I got, after I got married, and, oh, and that didn't happen. So. You know what? I, he he is right because even though uh, my brother, my best friend, got married this year, he still went to marry. It's still it was a beautiful ceremony. This is supposed to be. I was supposed to see my best friend like burn out. I was supposed to see him at the reception sweating. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> And boy, like sw- oh, sweat his suit out, like you know, say out there party. I was supposed to see that. We unfortunately we didn't get there. We were supposed yeah. to go to four weddings this year. Four. <laughs> we were supposed to go to four weddings uh, uh, this year, and end up end up making it to two of them. Mm-hmm. And, say, and, and they were still nice, but uh, that shut everything down. Then for those now, me and Lady Sketch are the ones that have the kids on the podcast right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, we took a hit because they just abruptly said, "You know what? School closed tomorrow." I said, "Wait a what? minute, what? Okay, <laughs> no warning." That's how it happened at the top of the year. It was it was nothing? It was just like, "Hey, so they just can't come back on Monday." It was like, "What about all that shit?" Yes. <laughs> they don't even have everything they need to finish the year. Yo, I think my son still got a bologna sandwich at his desk. That's disgusting. Uh, <laughs> Man, I- they got the date like they got the date March eleventh on it. Like now, the thing is because at the top of the year, when when we see different places have the COVID outbreaks, they would go clean up the school and see like everybody was going back. So we really thought that they was taking two weeks off to clean up the school and everybody was gonna go back. I ain't been in that schoolyard since March, early early March of 2020. And fun fact, me and Lady Sketch went to go see Little Brother on March 5th. That was the last the music last concert thing we did before COVID, before the quarantine. So it just ruptured everybody. And then on top of all that, me and my wife caught the COVID. Mm-hmm. We caught the COVID. My father caught the COVID. My brother caught the COVID. My sister caught the COVID. My parents got the COVID. Ooh, Our it's... children luckily did not get the COVID. As far as we know. I mean, yeah, they may be asymptomatic, but yeah. still, they didn't get sick. It's just, it was a lot. The whole, it was a whole lot impact in the the span of just two months. If everybody just have to pick up their life and completely change everything around, right? And it ain't been right since. And also, I have been at the schoolyard. We had to go pick up his books for this year. They just threw them down the steps at you. It was like, here, take these. <laughs> Stay away from our teachers. It's like, damn. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, the way of living obviously changed. I mean, I never thought that I had to go to the store, multiple stores, to try to find toilet paper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, mask are a thing now. <laughs> like, you know, I, really. I it's like, like, but it's so many different masks, like, and so many different designs. Like, now you got people, like, trying to wear their masks with type of outfits and stuff got on like just interesting times right now that we're in. Hey, look, bro, I got I got a bunch of head wrapping mask sets. 
and, you, and <laughs> you, she's right. She got masks that match, and we also got masks uh, from NC Studios, which you guys can purchase on Teespring slash Nerd Coalition. And if you guys go ahead and get yourself, you get the COVID. Fight COVID-19 with NC Studios or NC Level Up. Get the COVID. No, I said no, no, fight the COVID. Uh, now, once again, our lives were a little bit different. So, other than the pandemic, you know, I, I understand, you know, an R and R is getting married. What about you, Swag? Because first of all, I'm glad that none of y'all have gotten sick. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy I didn't get sick. Uh, I wanted to see Mark, but I'm not going to. Um, I mean, I got a new job. Well, we're talking is about that the is the best now, or the worst. I'm trying to. <laughs> that's why I'm trying to look back. I'm like, not too much bad happened to me per se. So, I mean, I'm I I, I just got to be grateful for that. And that's a blessing. You best yeah, to thank like, the Lord. Right. So it's like I, unfortunately, I can't like chime in as much because not too much bad. And even if it's bad, I I usually look on the bright side of things. So yeah, I'm just I'm I'm just glad to be alive and safe and you know be here today to talk to you guys. That that those those are blessings that we willing to you know yeah, make we, sure. We, and, you know it's it's hard because we we took we took a lot of things for granted and now it's really putting us in perspective. This whole <laughs> uh, situation. So I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, when we do get out of this uh, situation, I'm kind of hoping that face masks stay. You know. Yes. I'm really yes. hoping that stays. Because uh, if I got like to move to one more yeah. middle-aged man on the regional rail sneeze in the open air, I'm a deck somebody. <laughs> I was going to say people talking to me too close and they breath. Thanks. Uh, yes. If, 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 people, people act like act like their tongue don't flat. Like, that's how you side, go. Note, yeah. side note, I invested in uh, toothpaste this year and it stocks didn't go up, so people clearly didn't get the message. Mm. Out of pocket, yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> Should invest in this marine. They probably not using that neither. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, what you should have invested in was like 3M, the company that be making the math. That's what you should have invested in. You know, I should have, but <laughs> never happened. Then, um, also, uh, this year, while everybody was stuck in the house, we were. Uh, turned another uh, very vicious chapter of racial injustice in this country. Um, bless you. No, I was just like I, I was saying a sigh of relief for. Oh, yeah. Um, whereas you know th- 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 there was multiple killings of African Americans this year, and then you know once the George Floyd thing happened back in, in the end of May, going into June, and it seemed like the world just had enough. And, you know, then, then there was just a swarm of protests which caused a crazy uprising that has not been seen for decades. Mm-hmm. And reason being is because we was in the house and then, of course, where our people out there protested. Because, honestly, when that happened, people... Literally, the, the pandemic was back. or, or like Nobody even thought of that at that point. Like there was marching out there by the thousands. Mm-hmm. Was out there marching by the thousands, and you know, uh, I am 
I mean, we're still on the worst side of things, but I'm saying, but I am happy to see some, some, and I had to say that with like a little inch, like some of the things that, you know, have come out of this, but you know what I'm saying? But I always say that this is going to be, that's going to get the ball rolling. I still strongly believe that it, it always takes an incident to help get the, the ball rolling, which goes on to a lot of other things that we have um, seen. And everybody was, you know, obviously affected that. I mean, I heard the anger out of Swag's voice, you know, when when we talked about the, the killing of George Floyd earlier this year, along with you know Breonna Taylor and uh, a Goldberg, yeah, Mama. and that, and 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 the shooting of Jacob Blake also in in uh, August. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so that yeah. kind of just got like swept under the rug. Also, because there was another one. Oh my God, don't um. So the Wendy's Parker level. Yes, please don't. I don't want to get this man's name wrong. And, uh, and was something it was something that just happened recently, if I'm not mistaken, too, right? Yes, a man was shot on the way into his house, yep. coming home from like a dentist appointment. He was in his doorway, and I think they tried to say it was like he had a gun, but it was like a Subway sandwich. Wow. It, it's been, this year has been an absolute shit show. And it's not like it's different from previous years, it's just everything is on the main stage because. We have so much time to focus and social media and yes, and video and cell phone, you cell phone video usage and everything. Mm-hmm. So, definitely, I mean, I'm glad people are more people are becoming aware, but so many people who, um, you know, generations before us have said this is not anything new, it, it's just being recorded. You know, our ancestors dealt with this and a lot worse. But it wasn't on the world's main stage all the time, it, you know. Mm. But mm-hmm. I mean, that is one thing that is in the worst and the best, you know. The the outreach and how much it's been um, on display for others to see. Um, we just have to see if there's any changes to um, the way things are working now. You know, the way things are done, but. I just want people to continue to, to like not forget about it because it's easy to forget stuff when it's not in your timeline. It's not like prevalent. Right. So, mm-hmm. you know, just got to keep it at the forefront of your mind, I guess I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So here in swag do the, the, um, the, the live stream that we did earlier this year to help raise money, which we, 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 we did all, you did an awesome job with it. Thank you. Yep. It was a fun time. Mm-hmm. Good job. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, you know, keep pushing and, and keep and keep striving. Even though I know we're always tired of hearing about it, but we always, but until our life is over, we're going to we're going to keep fighting for it. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's because right. this is our lives. That's for sure. Then now we got the COVID and the racial injustice. The government shut down. I mean. And, how many, so what, how many government shuts down were there in total? Well, uh, hopefully year? there's not a second one, but uh, <laughs> this year we, we had we had one long one that kept people out of work for, I think it was about to eight to nine weeks. Yeah. 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 No money uh, whatsoever. And, and I was like, did, 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 and all because we couldn't come up to an agreement on to try to get some kind of relief and stuff like that. And the government went to a shutdown and people was out of work. And of course, with the COVID, a lot, a lot of... Uh, Stores and 
and businesses have closed down to the point where people also lost money. You know what I'm saying? Uh, when we were at the, uh, the, the, the like the economy was on, or just like on the break. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's that, that what's going to survive. And then you try to see, you try to find m- money. Then you read in the news, you realize we have murder hornets in this place now. <laughs> yeah. okay. The murder hornets seem to come and go real fast. Yeah, that disappeared. I, I, I heard about them, but I haven't really heard anything else since then. But, I'm gonna tell you right now, them murder hornets came here to try to distract us from what what was going on. Because that murder horn thing was like the June July era. That was and, right before like the George Floyd murder, and then yeah. it just disappeared. Yeah, and it was just like okay, well. Fine. You know what's not fake though that we did see them damn lantern flies. Them shit is real. Yo, okay, I got a tree cut down in front of my house. Ever since then, I haven't seen lantern flies since. We had one in the backyard. I was like, "Oh my god, they're getting close!" Like, "Oh no, we're not doing this." No, I stopped. By, I stopped by to deliver something to my friend's house, and it was just lantern flies everywhere. I was like, like I look like I literally went to. Wendy's, and it was like the whole drive-thru was just surrounded with lanternflies. It, it, it was just, it was just. They, they uh, got to go. They, yeah, they they definitely have to go. They uh, now that's happening, and then we got to worry about all of the West Coast is on fire. Wasn't Australia also on fire? Australia was the one that was also on fire, and they lost a lot mm-hmm. in Australia. Like, weather was happening because we had the fires. Then we had the floods in Michigan and the floods um, in, in, in other places also that they were just wiping out. Isn't that when um, our president went down and handed out paper towels to those people? Um, that was a hurricane. The hurricane, okay. That was in Puerto Rico. And that was, that was yeah, Puerto Rico was the, port- the paper towels. Okay. Yeah, throwing on like it was a basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sis, good sis was like, "Yeah, vote for him anyway." And they was like, "Nope, well, we don't need you here. You can go." She lost her job, but well, yeah, oh, yeah. it's it's wow. so funny. You know what? You know how almost lost his job because remember, I mean, obviously, you know, the election is over and everything like that. But remember, there's a there's a Trump impeachment this year. Yeah, sure was. Yes, there was. <laughs> there was a Trump impeachment that, to a point where it's like. Yo, we really gotta get him out of here. And then it's like, what happened? Why is he still here? Well, because you can be impeached, yeah. but that's well, not the whole process. Right. Yeah. Well, well, obviously, the Senate, you know, run by Republicans, they they weren't going to let that happen. So, you know, they, you know, he he is the first president to actually have the presidential trifecta. He was a one-term president. Lost the popular votes in both elections and was impeached. There is no other president <laughs> that has ever done the presidential track. That's what they call the presidential He definitely made history by becoming the first president to do all that. And we don't sat through Nixon and Reagan and all these other people who had all kinds of crazy you know, shit. You know what? I would. I would prefer Bush over this man right now. That that's how bad it is. Yeah, I've about- seen that sentiment a lot, Bruh, John Lewis before he passed away was was, was some reason hyping up Bush. I was just like, the, the times is really hard. <laughs> 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 oh, 
John Lewis is like, he watched with me over Selma. I was just like, W? Okay. <laughs> sure. And that's because he be coming to the functions with Auntie Sheldon. Yeah. I mean, to the point where you got Clinton, Obama, and Bush talking about some, hey, we're going to go on live TV and take the vaccine, or to the point where, you know, Bush is like not even talking to Trump at his own daddy funeral. I'm like, something happened. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Bush, he's, well, well, he's been trying to stay like out of politics, you know, since, uh, since his presidency, which, you know, I could respect, but at the same time, I mean, again, you know, I, I, I would, I, I feel like we could have all tolerated him more than Trump right now. Anytime I know that the Bush administration had a plan for a pandemic in place, also, I'm like, look, I'm telling you, it's like civil, it's like Marvel Civil War on the GOP right now. Oh, <laughs> they is fighting each other to oh, the yeah. point, like, and we sit back like Barry Zemo, just like, okay, tear it up, tear it up. I'm eyeballing it, tear it up, like, no problem. And, and see, actually, exactly what's going on over at, at, at the GOP right now, and you know, also this was a year where. We had a lot of people that were speaking out. We had now this is wrestling. I'm gonna go over to talk about this more wrestling with the hashtag speaking out movement. But um, they finally called Harvey Weinstein. It's about time, bro. It's about time. People been saying for a long time that Harvey Weinstein was a fucking creep. Anybody listen? Yeah. And they got him, but I don't know what happened to him. He went to jail. I mean, after that, dude. I don't know. I don't care. What did you say, Swag? I hope he's still in there the way he's dead. <laughs> oh. What are you talking about? Isn't he dead? No. Oh, okay. I was sure? like, when did he die? He we would have heard about that. Hold on. Did he die and nobody said anything? I didn't hear about that. Hold on. I want to make sure. We definitely would have heard about that. Just like we heard about. Uh, are you thinking about Jeffrey Epstein? That's what I'm thinking of. That's what I'm thinking of. Come on, don't be mixing up your Jewish last names. Now. Yeah, this okay. I was down. like, um, yeah, I was just about to say. I mean, that was also a very large story. That was say that too. I was just like, somebody did something with Johnny Dead. He yeah. had that that um crazy the secret island and all that other you know knowledge of a bunch of shit he shouldn't have known about apparently, and mysteriously died, quote unquote, in mm. prison. Yeah, Seriously. and you know we ain't heard from his um. Old girl that he was with, uh-huh. his uh, girlfriend. Uh, I don't know what happened to her. They they took her into custody. I ain't heard shit about her since. So I don't know. Conspiracy. Mm-hmm. 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 Because somebody couldn't stop touching kids. Oh, the whole gaming community, bro, <laughs> fell apart. Not, not only that, just the Smash community. I don't know even. It feels wrong saying that. What, the Smash community got hit hard? No, just saying the Smash community. And then just have that vision of them touching kids. This is like, really, y'all? Well, you also had the whole president of EVO doing the most touching to the point where he got he got caught so bad he had to say my he bad. He actually admitted it. <laughs> he said, yeah. Like, listen, I don't have no sympathy. I, I'm sorry that the fighting game community took such a hit, but I have no sympathy for folks who touch kids. Especially folks who touch kids to the point where they act, they don't even deny. 
Like yeah. some folks just deny, deny, deny. My man was like, "Well, yeah, I did it." No, I mean you're not supposed to judge people, but when you look at a picture of him, you just like, "Nah, nah." You can just hands him. glazed over. <laughs> like you can judge him. Right. <laughs> yeah, you can judge him. I was like, "Come on, bro." And so then some the biggest... of my favorites, like Zero, he was like, uh -huh. I, "I watch his YouTube a lot." And then I found that out. I was like, "Yo, you can't be serious." Mm -hmm. you should know that. And the sad part is, there are some people who won't give a shit and will keep, and the, um, keep watching. The, they keep, um, they keep supporting. Right. Yeah. The scariest thing about it is that he had a, um, he was starting a team of uh, gamers for um, people that could didn't were like couldn't afford to get out to gaming tournaments, and he was like signing like uh, thirteen year old and fourteen year old prodigies. And now I was like, oh, that just put a bad taste in my mouth. Ugh. I was like, please, I hope he didn't do anything to them. I, I hope not either. But it's just so it's just amazing that the biggest video game tournament in the world mm -hmm. got shut down this year because of that kind of disgusting. Things you should know yeah. better to do. Sorry. Would you say, uh, Swag? I said it got shut down because of things you should know better than to do. You yes. should not be a trash person. Right. That's that's the bottom line. That's the top the top and bottom of it. Just don't be a horrible person and touch children. Touch touch children, rape women. Yes, all, all of these things that y'all are doing, y'all like everyone should know better. I just had this conversation earlier with somebody. I was like, somebody said something like, Oh well, why was she getting drunk in the frat house? And I'm like, um, yeah, sure. Maybe you shouldn't get drunk in a frat house. But you know what else shouldn't happen? No one should go and bother her because she's drunk in said frat house. Like, it's not that hard to teach your children how to act like they have some fucking common sense. I just, I don't understand. I truly don't. I, I don't know. I want everybody to do better. And to not be such trash individuals. Right. Agreed. Uh, then we had also the worst debate in presidential history. <laughs> that was a debate. <laughs> that what was the a debate. debate. What debate? I don't know. What, I don't know what debate you're talking about. That wasn't okay. a debate. Well, we seen the fight. <laughs> we see the bickering. We see the childish behavior that this country's platform has, that was put on, and I was just like, "Well, this is election year. <laughs> All this stuff was on election year. That alone is why the Expendables Four got canceled because people didn't want to see two old men fighting. Like yo, that Nate Robinson, um, whatever Paul brother that was fight had more uh, was more put together in that debate. Like, come on, we y'all. Mm -mm. <laughs> We still, I'm still not gonna give Jake Paul no credit. Period. I, you see, I ain't say his name. I don't know which yeah. one he was. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna be like Swag over there. I, look, he won. <laughs> it's not like what can it's you say? I can he do. won. Like, I, can't, <laughs> he I can't change like, that fact. No, he talking like, talk about. So he, he represent the YouTube community. I said, screw that. I'm like, no, nah, no. Nah, when people, people nah, people gonna come up to me. I'm a boxer, man. I'm a YouTuber, man. We'll knock you out. Calm down, <laughs> buddy. <laughs> Before you get Indiana Jones, <laughs> <laughs> you do all that swinging at me. I just pull. I just pull. I just pull the pull the gap out. Mm -hmm. You heard what I said? Did you say gap with a P? Yes, he did. 
We'll I leave did. it at that. We'll so. leave it at that. We'll no, leave it at that. We're not. No, 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 we're, no I'm about, I'm about to add, grind add, him up. Add, add that to the bad list of 2020. Okay. <laughs> add that to the, to the bad list of 2020. Yep. I don't know what I said. Mr. A&E Slang. He was saying lit. In the, <laughs> it's lit, yo. No, <laughs> wait. What were you saying? Uh, fuck it up in a yeah, good like, way. Fucking it up in a good way. <laughs> not in a bad way. In a good way. I was, I was still trying to understand what it meant. First of all, I can't stand lit because of, you know, uh, past people who kept saying it. And I was just like, lead that in 2016. <laughs> and, and I mean, lit has not died yet. Yeah, it is still lit. It's, it's still, still a thing. Still a thing. Can anybody else, because I felt as so though I did the majority of talking when, you know, I thought the hosts were. Uh, bad things happened in 2020. You, you know I'm blind to the badness. You, you you blind to the bad stuff? Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't see. I, I see good in a lot everything. Oh, wait, we can't see good in everything. Mm, we, we gotta gotta keep it real sometimes, man. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep it real, but there's always light within the darkness. You know, even our Lord Savior, because you know he had to see the darkness before we can climb to the light. Listen, he drowned a bunch of people and turned a lady into a pillar of salt. Now, sir. We're not doing this. <laughs> All right. There is the wrath of the Lord in the very first book of the Bible. We're not doing this. <laughs> so, which, which, bring up your list. Uh, well, I, I mentioned it that it was on mine. You sure? Yes. Okay, what else was bad? We had a lot of bad things that happened this year. Um, yeah. You didn't talk about Beirut. Um, I did not talk about the uh, Beirut explosion. That was completely, and it, it is so sad because of everything else going on in the news, it got like no attention. But that explosion killed so many people and wiped out so much land. It that was horrible. Uh, could you uh, remind me what that was? So over in Beirut, there was this. Um, I think it was a factory or a warehouse. I want to say it's a warehouse. And it had some very flammable um, or, like, explosive materials in it. I don't remember how they said it exactly went off. However, um, there was this very large explosion that was felt for, like, miles and miles and miles. Right. And killed a bunch of people. Um, It wiped out that whole entire area where the warehouse was, like, it just is a hole, a gaping hole now. Wow. Um, and then the, uh, the chemicals that release, well, the chemicals they, 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 they released from it was ammonium nitrate. And um, unfortunately, you know, that's one of the chemicals that uh, could really cause like severe um, things like cancer and everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So, um, that happened back in, and it was crazy. It happened back in August, which, but this it, it, is crazy. Like, so many things have happened in 2020. Like, you just never really know, like, right. when it happened. It, it's like, and I remember seeing the video for it. And, and at first, I thought it was something I saw out of a movie. But then, you know, when I realized this was real life, I'm like, wow, like, I, this is crazy. Okay, I'm looking at the pictures on it on Google, and I I, I forgot this happened this year. Mm-hmm. Right. Wow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's it so much. Look, I understand because I've been the same way. Most of my mind clocked out in June. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And it was like, I was just like, bro, I just can't do this no more. Uh, especially what's going to do. But however, you know, I uh, what's going on in the world is like, you, I got to educate myself for, you know, just knowledge and safety reasons. Because people can talk about anything they want to and make up any story they want to or throw anything in the rug. And you never know that somebody as small as you or somebody that may have the just enough to actually, you know, spread the story, spread spread the thing on, or, or just to keep things going within conversation because you never know who you can talk to. Right. So I always try to, you know, be be educated on the things that's going on around me. I may not look at like I, I don't look at the news for a long period of time. Mm-hmm. But I do look at it enough if when it comes on, or do like read enough of it uh, in my phone to keep myself educated. Kind of like when you when you uh, called me or texted me the other day talking about some uh, is the government shutting down, and I was like, "What is he talking about?" And I hurried up and did some homework real quick, and I did enough just to, so, so I can come back and explain to you what's going on. Even though you found out anyway, but I'm just saying. But I still did enough so I can know what's going on. Mm-hmm. Because it may just, it may f- affect you directly more because you work for the government opposed to me, but it, it everything that happened this year has been a snowball effect. Mm-hmm. Right. It, 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 it it almost felt like everything it, it, in a weird divine way. It almost felt like everything that happened this year connects itself in some kind of way, some kind of way. And even though you may not think, or people may feel so that they're not directly affected by this, you are indirectly affected by all of this. Right. You know, and uh, that that's what, you know, I had to make sure uh, we came up. I also had on my list also uh, that since, you know, the pandemic, you know, us parents have been dealing with online schooling. And I, I want to give a shout out to every single teacher mm-hmm. out on the planet and say this. I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. We, need to, we we got to work on some raises for y'all. A. Set. Yeah, one of my friends is a teacher. She hates it. She hates it. It's very hard to get kids motivated when they're just staring at a screen for hours on end. It really is. Bro, it's hard to get it, it's hard to get motivated to wake up 8, 8, 8 o'clock in the morning now. Just to look at a screen. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, 8 o'clock in the morning? <laughs> Like seriously, everything is thrown off because back in the day, I'm saying back in the day, like like it was 20 years ago. Earlier this year, uh, uh, it was baby girl will wake up at like seven o'clock. I'll wake up at seven thirty. She begin just on her way to go outside to work. I'm getting ready to take uh, my son to school, then come back and deal with my daughter, and then go to work myself. I'm doing all we both doing all this before eight thirty. Mm-hmm. Today in, in December, that alarm clock hits nine o'clock before we even start moving. You hear me? Thanks. Yeah. Everybody's sleep pattern is trash. Everybody's sleep pattern is trash. Be honest with yourself. Everybody's hygiene pattern is trash. Everybody's uh everybody uh uh workout regimen. Look, quarantine weight is a thing. Yeah. Well uh, people believe it now. I'm just like, oh, the other day, tried to do five pushes. I'm like, "What is wrong?" <laughs> okay, like, like my voice broke when I was doing. It. I was like, "No, man, we we, we we gotta work out at home the, the best way we can." You know, I, I was getting myself back into because that 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 stuff is real. 
And, you know, I, I, I'm not even mad at my son who oversleeps and stuff like that because he needs a alarm to wake himself up and he was sitting there. I'm like, I commend him for looking at, look at the screen. But dumb teachers, man, I'm like, look, homeschooling ain't easy. Man, they definitely deserve more credit and they definitely deserve more respect. And more yeah, credit. Yeah, and more pay. Same thing. I have a, I have a lot of respect because look, I don't want them to say this the wrong way. Essential workers, and I'm talking about. I have more respect for doctors. I have more respect for teachers. Believe it or not, I do have respect for firefighters, and because my father was one, I do still have respect for police officers. I say, why we need to believe right. it or not? We- no, I, I'm just saying because you you. you, you do, you can have some. You can have some whole tab listen listen to the podcast, oh, or you can have you can have somebody to be like, you're not allowed to give no police no praise. That's part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Where we're, we're dividing, where they get, give no blacks credit, and we give no cops credit, and there are people on both sides that is trying to do the right thing, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, you got to think about it. I, I I sat there this year, and I sat there and thought about it. Yo, am I really? want to put on some riot gear and go deal with assholes today. Whether it be from uh people who wanna who wanna ride and loot or if I'm dealing with uh white supremacists mm-hmm. or crazy people that, 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 that want to you know try to raid the right house or who don't want to wear masks at Target. Do I want to do with that shit today? No. No. Do do I want to go over and fight these wildfires because you know they are just spreading out of control and then the only reason why you know the fire uh, the forest on fire because we don't have uh our person saying because we don't have forest maintenance, and I'm sitting here like I'm this firefighter. I got there, risk my life to go fight this impossible flame. Do I do I sit here and want to be a doctor for people who complain about they can't wear a mask for uh, an hour in Target or or a half an hour in Walmart? But these doctors got to sit there twelve to sixteen hours a day. Yeah. Right. Wear these masks and deal with people straight on when it comes to COVID. And people do not want to listen and care about getting sick. But but when they get sick, they the first people they got to run to. And guess what? They have to deal with them. I'm pretty sure there's a lot of doctors that come in there that probably see somebody be an asshole and they came in there sick and now we got to help you. And they probably don't want to do it, but they have to. Right. Right. You know, and that and and that right there, and same thing with these teachers. I'm not. I can't imagine create a lesson plan to sit here and teach these kids on screen and be entertaining and stuff like that for an eight hour day on the screen. I those those essential people and those those heroes as we call them, they do get my respect. And I, I, I go ahead. I say, and I, I don't want to leave out um, service workers because. You, it's already a thankless. It's a thankless job. All the professions he named are usually thankless jobs. Mm-hmm. I would say probably more, more, less so doctors than the others because you know they're doctors. But thank you. It's a thankless job to be in almost any public service. But it's even worse when you are like a retail worker and you're considered essential. You don't get, they stop giving hazard pay like a few months into the pandemic. Yeah. And you got to deal with people coming in here and giving you their ass to kiss because they're out of, to- they're out of toilet paper or giving you the ass to kiss because they bought all the toilet paper and now they want to return it because they realize they don't need it. 
you know, things like that. Um, servers who, for the short time where everything was opened back up, like to a limited capacity, had to deal with people who didn't want to wear their masks, who wanted to give them their asicus, who right. didn't want to tip. You know, um, Uber Eats, DoorDash, um, Postmates oh. drivers who yeah. are still going into restaurants and picking up meals for people because we are too honestly too afraid to go and do it ourselves. People don't want to tip them or hear them out. Postal workers, UPS workers, FedEx workers, Amazon, all these yeah. people who are overwhelmed. I don't know if anybody's seen the picture of like the sorting um, the warehouses for USPS right now. It's a fucking shit show, okay? And it's because everybody is ordering everybody's ordering everything. So because you can't really go out to get anything and they're already they're short people, you know, trash like trash collectors, all the people who are still considered essential. Like we had a whole big thing early this year in the summer where nobody's trash was getting picked up for weeks and everybody was just mad. But nobody stopped to ask. Why are we not getting trash pickup uh, except for every other week? Because trash collectors was getting COVID. Y'all throwing out y'all, y'all uh, Rona covered trash. They gonna get sick. You know, right. yeah. A lot of the numbers for I just was reading. You know, a lot of the numbers for essential workers getting sick have been dumbed down. Mm-hmm. Um, they just they just released that in Philadelphia. It, it has five hundred and fifty cops have COVID. Wow. I believe you. And they have to not be able, so they're short, but you you gotta you gotta look for that information. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying there, there, there's just probably various reasons why they, you know, the people don't know that firefighters are getting sick. Like said, doctors are getting sick. That's why a lot of people like, that's why a lot of people say like, look, then yeah, this vaccine is here, and then it's like it's it's trying to kind of we need it. And sometimes people that, that are in these fields, it's like, wait a minute. You said to think like maybe out of the amount of cops that we have here in the city, you think of five hundred fifty that big. That's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a lot of people. Yeah. That's sick. We don't even know who died from that. Who's mm-hmm. in the hospital yeah. fighting in the ICU? How many people they affected around? Mm-hmm. Because they got to yeah. come break up two hundred people block parties. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. it's a lot. Scepter drivers. Scepter drivers. Another, you in an enclosed space. Where there was a time they weren't requiring people to wear masks. Right. And I remember it was a whole thing where they had to pull some man off the bus and everybody was upset with how it was handled. And then the next week they started requiring people to wear masks and providing the mask on the bus. And I was like, Y'all should have did that from jump. Yeah. Right. So I so for me, like I like because you was just talking about how you know, like how like how hard it is for people who are um, like working, had to deal with people who had to wear masks. Um, I'm sure that y'all, I don't know if y'all heard the story, but do y'all remember the story about what happened to, um, I think it was a teenage child who I think she got beat up or something or jumped by a married couple at Sesame Place earlier this year, all because she told uh, the, the husband and his wife that they had to uh, wear masks. I remember that story. I didn't so, hear about that. So, so she literally told. And you know, this is a teenager, like this is somebody's child. And while like, you had two grown-ups putting their hands on someone else's child because they're just trying to do their jobs and tell them to come into such a place with a mask on. 
Now, luckily, that couple got arrested. I'm not sure what else happened with them. But, you know, it's, you know, things like that. And then, you know, personally, you know, you guys know I, I drive Lyft and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I would had to, um, like I, I literally had to tell people, get out, you know, even if you don't have a mask, you got to get out of my car or, you know, you have to leave. I've had, I, I remember having like the one passenger who, you know, lied and said that she had a mask um, and she didn't. And I literally had to tell her like, you know, you have to get out of my car, refusing to try to get out the car. And then, but then when I mentioned, I said, you know, I'm just going to call the police and let them handle it. Then she got out the car. But it, it, it's just that, you know, things like that, you know, that we're dealing with right now with this pandemic. And that's why, unfortunately, like where we are at right now, because you have people who just don't want to listen to, to science. And if yep, you're the main one saying that they will do anything for this country. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the Patriots. Well, see, here's the thing, and, and the interesting thing about this passenger, they were actually black. I uh, just want to put that out there. Now, I do majority of the time, you know, we all like we all seen the Karen videos of these of them, you know, getting on on YouTube and stuff and talking about how it's not their right to wear masks. But you know, it you got but you saying people out here, whether they're black, white. They just refuse to put on a mask mm-hmm. for the pandemic, like, and I think it's just crazy. It's people of all colors who it's a hoax. It's the listen, sis. Exactly. I don't care. It can be a hoax at your house. All right, you don't got to be out here with me. Right, right. <laughs> like I'm just not doing this with you today. Right. And it's just I don't know. I think this it has done this year has done the most more than I actually personally needed. With exposing people for who they really are, right. and showing their true colors, Agreed. it's really weird because I always I've been sitting here thinking for the last few weeks. This year felt like watching something in fast forward and slow motion at the same time because it felt like everything is coming at you so fast, but this year is taking forever to end. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best way to say it. So it's just like I be stuff is coming at you left and right, left and right, left and right. And you really don't have time to process everything that's happening, and something before you even get a chance to di- like dive into it, something else didn't happen. So I'm just like, it, I just want honestly, I just want this year to be over. And I'm not saying that when we hit 12 a.m. January 1st, 2021, that everything's going to just stop. I just we need a fresh start. And- Hopefully, when we get to. Uh, uh-huh, keep when we get to the new year and we get to the inauguration and everything, then we can hopefully try and start over, like just get a fresh start where we should have started this whole thing from the jump. Because yeah, it's just it's, it's um the mental, it's the mental, a lot. <laughs> the mental health is going to be crazy. Um, that's what I think about. Like so many people have lost like loved ones and things like that of this nature, and then like so many th- people have like things happen to them, like you know, people somebody could have lost their job or lost their home. Like the it, it's it's going to take you know time really to get back to some type of normalcy, in my opinion. 
Yeah, I think normal is the reason why we we're in this to begin with. Yeah, and we, I, we're I gonna have that. to change the like narrative of what's normal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. And speaking of that, change the narrative brings me over to some of the best stuff that happened in twenty twenty. Now, I about people say best. What good happened twenty twenty? Good did happen if you look. Uh, listen, you only gotta yeah. look. Some of it was pretty in your face. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I, I'm gonna start off with a conversation that I know you know my wife can carry a little bit. But I go check on something. Is a club quarantine. I'd also like to add to that versus. The versus. Yeah, yeah, yeah the yeah. versus is cool. Yes. There's one happening tonight. Actually, it already happened. I think. Because uh, of uh, E40 versus um, I, I can't think. Too short. Blow the whistle. Wait, what? <laughs> you didn't know about that. I didn't. Okay. Okay. It was the replacement. Uh, okay. replacement for Keisha Cole and Ashanti because Ashanti unfortunately got COVID. Oh. So they had to cancel theirs and reschedule it for next month. Poor so thing. they came up with, I guess this must have been like the next one in the list. They probably just moved it up or whatever. Right. Um, but two Bay Area legends, Too Short and E40 had their verses tonight. I, um,. I can't say I didn't. I don't listen to no Bay Area music. It's not like my favorite subset of hip hop, though. Um, so I didn't watch it. I forgot till I, I went into IG and I was like, "Oh shit, the verses tonight." Whoops. <laughs> I know G Easy is in the crowd having a ball right now. Oh god, he probably is. <laughs> he probably was in the comments wilding. But I think that Club Quarantine, um, which if you've been living under a rock, D Nice, who is a hip hop legend in his own right. I just want to put that out there. Because there are plenty of people who for some reason think that D Nice just came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know what that like how, but D Nice was a DJ and producer and rapper back in the eighties and early nineties. Mm-hmm. Um you know, C exhibit A, my name is D Nice. I'm sure you've heard this song before. That is him. He was part of Brigadier Down Productions with KRS one. <clears throat> So he has a a long track record, and he's been a DJ for a while now. Um, But he decided he was going to DJ on Instagram and got to, what was it, 100,000 followers? I mean, not followers, um, viewers, which was, like, the highest number for, like, a live at the time. Um, And kind of just started, like, a whole movement, because now a bunch of DJs do sets on IG. And then Timbaland, what happened? uh, Yeah, I know a lot of them have been doing their sets on Twitch now. Yeah, That's everybody's on the Twitch new thing. It's become the new thing, which is very interesting. It is, and I, and I think that's like I I never paid attention to Twitch before. It's like I knew it existed, but I never really watched. But I started um, playing this hip hop trivia game called The Questions. Check it out. Usually it's on Fridays. Um, it's kind of late for us on the East Coast because they over in LA. But um, follow them on Instagram if you want to know more more about it. But like, a lot of people are doing stuff on Twitch now. A lot of famous DJs that you normally wouldn't have access to. Like, I regularly used to watch Knife Wonder and Questlove and everybody. And they would have sets, like, every other night. You know? Um, and then Swiss and Timberland started the versus battles. Um, first with themselves. And then it just grew in popularity. Yeah. Um, and it's been a great distraction for everything that is going on and also a win for the culture 
and yeah, and also on top of that, with the whole versus bet, I know a lot of shows and a lot of movies they've been doing table readings, and all of them been raising money for like uh, COVID charities, some for Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. charities and stuff like that. Which you know, it, it was actually a lot of fun to watch. Like I know Scott Pilgrim did one, and it was fun mm-hmm. just to see the whole like to see the whole reunion. We had a lot of reunions this year. The Office. Parks and Rec, uh, Scott Pilgrim, uh, Community, which it was great seeing Donald Glover smile. Um, it's like we barely get that. Uh, but it was great to see. It, it, it was fun to see all of that. And it kind of felt like I was a part of it watching. Yeah. It. It's really nice to be like, because honestly, to be completely honest, the, the U.S. and like celebrity culture is kind of sickening. Mm-hmm. Like, it's trash. Yeah. But it's nice, I guess, if, if you really like, really a fan of somebody and they start doing like Instagram lives where they talk to fans because they're in the house bored. Right. You know, or they doing DJ sets or, you know, like whatever the case is. Um, that is kind of cool. But I just, I don't know. It, those two things in particular were, um, were cool. Club quarantine is still going mm-hmm. versus is obviously still going as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that those two things in the hip hop trivia show are three things that got me through because I found all of those when we were sick and stuck in the house. I didn't have an Instagram, so I was like, "Well, I'm gonna just create one so I can see what's going on over here." Everybody like they having fun. It's kind of like when you sitting over there by yourself on the bench and everybody else playing the game. You're like, "Well, I want to play too." I want to know what's going on over there. So I don't know. That was cool. Um, let me see what else he has here on the list until he comes back. I think he has Zoom on here, which is like okay. Um, I mean, just, it just says year? Zoom. I mean, I mean, Zoom, it blew up. Like, it, yeah, it, it kind of blew this. up. Uh, if we are talking about good things, I think uh, it's a game called Among Us. I'm not sure if y'all heard of it. I know. Oh, we've heard of it. Oh, okay. I know. First of all, shout out to the development team because they got like a development team of like four people. And oh, damn. The game came out in 2018. It blew up this year because of everything that's going on. And, you know, shout out to the team. They uh, won two awards at the Game Awards for Best Multiplayer and Best Mobile Game. Um, so shout out to that team. Just And I, I made like a group of friends playing that game. That I like, I never met before. I never met in person before. But it's nice to like get on there sometimes. It's like, hey, yo, y'all getting on tonight? And we spend hours playing it. So, you know, it. Uh, I would say it's also a negative to find out a lot of my friends are liars and good at it. <laughs> uh, that's also a negative. They imposters. Yeah, isn't that what it means? Like the imposter. Yeah. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. And it, it's kind of fun to manipulate friends. It's like, dang, y'all gullible. What else y'all been falling for? <laughs> like, I hope y'all not falling for scam calls. Uh, okay, I should I should have added that on the bad list. Scam calls have been through the roof this year. Yo, no. scam likely? I don't no. know what. But you know what's the, what's wild though? Since the pandemic ramped up, they kind of slowed down too. I was like, did the scam likely people get COVID? You know what's crazy? The reason why I haven't been getting calls because apparently, if you type in the number in T-Mobile, it will block mm-hmm. all scam likely calls. Oh. I forget what the number is. Uh, if I'm about I find to go it, Google that shortly know. after this. It's like star six uh, two six something like that. But um, yeah, I, I should have added that in the bad. I didn't think about it. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, a lot of my good has been through the gaming realm. So mm-hmm. 
That's weird. He's still, I still have his list here. We can go down the list. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. Drive-in movies are back. I yes. think that's good, personally. Yes. I think that's lovely. Yeah. That was, I actually, um, uh, I, I was actually trying to go to one. Um, but unfortunately, I think, uh, I think something happened. But I, I but I feel like they should have never, I feel like driving movie theaters should have never gone away in the first place. Left you. Like, I, I think, like, that should have always just been a thing. Right. It would like, I feel like that could have been something cool that could have still been great. But now with, obviously, with COVID and everything, it definitely made a good comeback. And I love, I love that that it's back. I love that it's back, you know. It's a lot safer. You still get to enjoy the um, experience from the movies, still. right? And it's it's you know, I don't know. I, it, it's it's better in my opinion. You ain't got to deal with people walking in front of you talking. Yeah, you're just in the. I car. mean, somebody could walk in front of your car, but yeah, it's, you could but just it's a big up real fast and scare the shit out of you. <laughs> to watch a movie. To watch it in the comfort of your own car, though, I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. I didn't want to do it, but they're like they're all of the theaters are pretty um like the places that are showing movies are kind of far not far but it's not near us like we have I think we have places up here that it could be done like we could have a drive-in place in Uptown but we don't have one yeah um I think the only one that I know for sure that was running constantly here in the city was down at the Navy Yard which is a nice little waste from here I'm surprised it's literally two ends of the, two different ends of the city I'm surprised yeah. it's Oh, okay. I'm back here. He's back. Let him, you catch your breath for a minute? Yeah, let's go. Okay. Yeah, you <laughs> welcome uh, back. Yeah, welcome back. Yeah. Uh, we're talking about drive-in uh, movie theaters. Okay. Well, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I have not a chance to go to any of them, but I am glad that they did, they did come back. Some of the other things, I have, I don't know how long y'all talked about it. We didn't really yeah, didn't touch we, on Zoom too much, but we talked about Club Quarantine and Versus. You know, I didn't ask if y'all watched the Versus. Did you have any favorites? Uh, Gucci versus Jeezy. Uh, <laughs> 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 Gucci and Jeezy. Yep, that was my favorite. Erica, Erica Badu and Joe Scott. Yo, that was, was soulful. Like that was a yes. that, that like, and I'll never forget like a queen energy. Like me and me and me and my wife. Uh, we literally had like a date night for that versus battle, and oh. it was like the whole vibe. Um, like that 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 versus battle was just a whole vibe. I loved um, it. Just I, I need you, to talk to him because we ain't watching none of them together. Um, I, I, I'll tell you. I, I'll tell you. Uh, what was a date night? Tony uh, Teddy Riley and a baby. Oh, <laughs> Teddy Riley. Well, listen, the um, him and his Rifis, they was calling it. Oh. The fallout from that versus was hilarious. Ooh. Babyface being the shadiest uncle, that was that was great. Yeah. I don't have anybody here with me because you know social distancing. That yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, his set though, <laughs> his set was messing up. I was like, yeah, he was on. doing, he was doing because he was doing the most. Like he was doing so much. Like we didn't need a DJ and man. a and a. Keyboard and uh, you had Breon back there dancing, looking crazy. Like, sir, no, like you doing, you doing the most, man. Like, it, it, we don't, we didn't need all that. Uh, like, just play the music and <laughs> keep it going. 
Luda versus Nelly. Nelly was was twisted. <laughs> Nelly was on another planet. He, he definitely was on. And, and Luda was looking what? like nobody he was drunker than Jadakiss because Jadakiss was definitely drunk during his. <laughs> But Ludacris looked like he was about to jump in his little brother fight if he hit if so if the person swing too hard. I'm like, why are you he, just sitting there with your arms folded and head not the, the whole time. time? The whole time. I was like, bro, you gotta give me something. I know you can act. <laughs> no, I will say Erica Badu and um my good sis Jill Scott, that was one of my favorites. The um Beanie Man and Bounty Killer one was great. I love I love reggae and dance hall. So that one was great for me. And it gave, I feel like that was the one that set off what, like, the iteration we have of it now. Because before, everybody was trying to do it where they in their house and the other person's in their house, which is probably the safest way. Yeah. At the time, it was, it was safe for the time. But the reason that, but, like, that was how dance hall, like, if you've ever been to, like, a dance hall concert or just to, like, a dance hall? Like mm-hmm. where you they playing regular that's the energy it brings. Like right. the energy that those two gave. And I think that set it off where it's like, all right, maybe we should have people in the same room. Because we definitely we didn't need the jagged edge in one twelve. That was nonsense as well. <laughs> I think they were the last ones where they was separate. But um yeah, I didn't ask that. I'm sorry. We can go back to driving movies. No, 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 no. Ain't nobody got nothing. We'll keep moving ahead here. I think another positive thing that we had now, even though Swag may not, or Lady Sketch, you know, doesn't really, or not really sports as I did, the bubble and the wobble. The wobble. They call it the wobble. Why you say, like, I don't know what it was, though. Uh, Quick question. I was paying attention. The bubble is everything with, like, the screens of everybody on the, like, TV, right? Or like around the yeah in the NBA, the NBA I, when they yeah, that's an excellent NBA. idea. I think it's awesome for that to like for everyone to get a front row seat. I literally try to. I always try to get in on one of those, but for some reason, either the ticket, either like, I guess like um, I wasn't able to do it, or they're saying like, oh, we have enough fans for the for the one, and I'm like. Every time, like, I literally always try to sign up, especially for playoffs, and it was like, oh, never mind, you missed it. Like, it's like running out of seats in an online class. Yeah. Like, yeah, bro, come on now with that nonsense. So, yeah, uh, the the, the bubbles and the wobbles brought uh, great things, such as because we see WWE take the Thunderdome idea from there. Yeah. And then did the, that was the only sports that was able to find a way to incorporate fans. Mm-hmm. Listen, even but, though they uh, was big mad, they couldn't get no coochie. Uh, there's also the things like there was the ongoing social injustice fight that was happening in the wobble. Mm-hmm. Oh, they yeah, brought they brought the most attention, especially the Brown leading the troop on WNBA side and Sue Bird leading on the W with uh, NBA side with LeBron, Sue Bird for the WNBA uh, NBA side. And they both of the both basketball companies associations have made the biggest impact, which help other sports and other organizations follow suit in forms of protests and uh, forms of acknowledging, you know, what's been happening this past year, but it all started from them. It all started from basketball. So, 
I I give them high praise. I especially give them women, you know, high praise. They was also. walking around with the bullet holes on the back of their shirt. Yeah. They was about it. Exactly. So you know, like I see, like like I'm a basketball head, so you know, what I'm saying I'm gonna watch WNBA and NBA TV. So I'm saying, but if those who don't watch sports too much, because this is a pop culture podcast, do know that the the bubble not only fought for racial justice, then when it came to Terry Bozeman, they gave uh, honor to that. We'll get to that in a minute. And then, of course, they had the whole Purple Votes uh, shirts on. And they have registered. The NBA this year helped register 91% of the NBA to go out there and vote, Mm -hmm. where only 20% of the NBA was registered. Uh, I mean, look, you got grown-ass men who since retired from the NBA talk, but they ain't never voted. Shaq. Shaq, I was going to say, Shaq said he voted for the first time this year. Like, that was yeah, that, that's crazy. Um, but you know, but they're still not done, you know, um, because Georgia, they're, try, they're, try, they're trying to get Georgia, and you know, they're trying to get what? They're trying to get Georgia. Oh yeah. Oh, Joe. Yeah. What's going on? Because one of the senators of Georgia, um, Kelly Leffler, is a owner of one of the. I believe she's a part-time owner or of uh, one of the uh, WNBA teams. And mm-hmm. had a lot of negative things to say about the WNBA players, um, you know, protesting and stuff. Um, obviously, you know, she, you know, she's hardcore uh, conservative, and um, she was actually one of the senators who, when the pandemic happened, um, was actually gaining more stock in it and protecting her assets. Uh, but every time you turn around and, you know, people need, you know, stimulus check money, you know, she just turned a blind eye on that. So, you know, but shout out to the WNBA for, you know, leading the coalition to get more people voting. And, you know, I know the job is not done to, to try to get Georgia, too. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah, uh, uh, I, before, I'm not sure if this is on your list. I did want to bring it up, though, since we're in, like, Sports territory, I think this will be a good transition. Um, it will be the DC fandom. I think that is a genius way for conventions to go on, especially conventions like um, what's it called? Oh, um, yes, Conventions like uh, San Diego Comic Con, yeah, San Diego Comic Con, because they always have those exclusive trailers that everyone is like trying to like get and understand. But imagine like hearing about that Batman trailer that we love so much, or the Justice mm-hmm. League trailer, but we couldn't see it. We just had to read it on a piece of paper. It's like uh, Batman punched the guy to the ground, said, I'm vengeance. It's like, that's boring, but we actually got to be a part of that and got to watch it, got all that information, seeing uh, people coming together, getting the um, main, what's, was it mainline? Uh, God, uh, what was the comments with Static and Icon? Is oh mainline comics? Yeah, mainline comics. Like seeing them together, it that that was beautiful to see. I thought that was awesome, and I feel like that should be a step in the right direction for like if this is going to continue for a while, which I hope not. Uh, with this whole COVID situation, that that's the best way to do it, and I thought DC knocked it out the park with that. Oh, they they did a great job because I told my wife, I said, look, you know what Saturday is, right? DC fandom. I'm gonna be on that joint all day. So I, I, I was on that joint all day, trying to react to everything I could, try to do as much coverage as I could, and I felt as though that the way that they 
hooked it up that way. I think that'll be something that if these events do happen going forward, that that'll be good with it. When you have big enough news to do it like that. Right. And so organized and everything. And I thought it was lovely. I thought yes. it was lovely. We are also, if you want to say on, you know, saying the, the, the nerd kind of stuff like that also, can I just say PS5, Xbox Series X, and Nintendo Switch helped save the the mental capacity of so many people this year. Now, granted, you can't. It's hard to get your hands on the PS Five and yeah, Xbox. I was about to say uh, people are going mental for the <laughs> to trying yeah. to get the PS Five. But however, I will give credit to credit when credit is due for Nintendo as the Switch sales have went up this year. Yeah, they were uh, sold out everywhere. Yeah, I know they sold out uh, PS Five and Xbox uh, Series X. Oh yeah, they, they do. It would have regards. It's just a new thing. I'm talking about when we was in quarantine and people didn't have nothing really to play. Did they, they, the Switch was skyrocketed and sold out everywhere to the point where they had to have a special order to come in from China and everything to bring in more Nintendo Switches because what was happening with the PS5 now was happening with the Switch over the summertime. Right. Sure is. People was buying the Switch and they were selling them at astronomical prices because they knew everybody wanted a Switch at that time. Yeah. But like I said, you know, it it it, it shows uh, the power of these systems. Like I said, the PS5, like me, you were both blessed and lucky enough to, to, to get a PS5. Yes. <laughs> that was so, a long yeah. journey to it, but <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm, still, I'm still trying to get on that track. Still trying to get on that. Uh, oh yeah, it's, it's, it's like I said. It took me five o'clock in the morning and forty five minutes. I'm just like, it's a lot of work just for. It, but it's like you know, uh, right now it, it's it's really hard to even attempt to get your hands on any of them right now. But uh, like, I, cause I I got lucky did my three four weeks ago, so I was just like, okay, you know, it wasn't a great system, but you know, that was a positive light of having that come out, especially. With the Miles Morales game dropping, mm-hmm. and which yeah. I didn't even think that was going to come this year. Would you say? Would you say uh, R and B? It was perfect timing, uh, especially with the Miles Morales game coming out. It was perfect timing. It, it was very well done. It it, it was uh, the cultural representation in that game, which is phenomenal. Yeah, I'm gonna get to that later with my uh, best video. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so I, yeah, I wanted to bring it up. Also, my main man, Ed Boone, brought back the 80s in Mortal Kombat this year. I knew he was going to bring that up. <laughs> yes, he, he 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 brought back, we got Terminator, we got RoboCop, we got Rambo, all in a Mortal Kombat game that have had his DLC uh, sales skyrocket through the roof to the point it won him fighting game of the year. As it should have. And I know I was... <laughs> I was very excited, especially in May, when that news dropped, especially about RoboCop, and then we got the, the Rambo news in the summertime. So I was like, oh, that stuff was great. Uh, Netflix gets a, gets a shout-out from me because they start playing Os- Oscar-worthy movies mm-hmm. and start being counted, which I'm going to get to later when I talk about the movies. Uh, and because it, it had uh, Unsolved Mysteries made a comeback this year. Any of y'all who are a fan of Robert Second Unsolved Mystery Show back in the day, the Unsolved, the, the, I recommend you guys check out the Netflix Unsolved Mystery Show. Some of them will, will keep you up at night thinking like, yo, I can't get this case out of my mind. 
And uh, that for those who have watched that, uh, trust you, y'all know which cases I'm talking about. But yeah, Unsolved Mysteries made a comeback in 2020, and I thought that was great. My wife just took away for a minute, but Tiger King was a thing this year. Yes, it was. Tiger I King was a thing this that. year. It was. It was. A, it definitely was a thing, and I feel like it brought everybody together. I don't know why it did, but it was just hilarious to watch. Everybody, you gotta see this Tiger King documentary, yo. <laughs> you wait, you haven't seen it? No, 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 no. I have seen because uh, um, okay. Lady Sketch started watching it first, and then I, she was like, "You have got to check this out." So periodically, I was going there and go go back and watch. I was like, Dude, "What is happening?" I watched like the last two episodes with her because she been like the whole thing in a day. Like we were like me and my wife, we were pretty much so. She watched an episode first, and then, mm-hmm. but then she said, "Now, because she knows how I am, she's like, you know, please have an open mind and just watch it." I watched the first episode, and I said, "You know what? I think I want to watch more of it because now, because now I'm interested." <laughs> and and it was and it it was just it was weird, but then it was just like, but I was just looking forward to seeing more more shows, and Carol Baskin did it. That's all. Yeah. I got. She, did it. she did it. That's that's all I got to say about that. Yes, I do agree with that. Uh, so uh, along with, with the talking, I know I'm trying to go do this. Uh, also, give shout out to two artists. I know if my wife was here, she's going to um, criticize from one of them, but still, I want to give shout outs to Beyonce. Yeah. T Swizzle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Black is King, and Folklore with some awesome. Video productions that they put out this year. Now, has anybody seen Black is King? I have not seen it yet, but I remember Ooh. your review for it. it yeah, man, that thing was beautiful. I'm, I'm gonna I watch it with my I family. That, but I heard good. But I heard nothing but great things about it. Yeah, that was it's it's it's, it's a video album. I mean, well, it's it's a it's a, a visual album basically for. The Lion King, in my personal opinion, Black is King is better than the Lion King. Well, what? Black is, I'm saying this right now, Jay Bayard did listen to me. Black is King by Beyonce. Her whole visual album is kind of like Moonwalk by Michael Jackson. It's like her whole visual album, which I think is better than Moonwalker, is better than the 2019 live action Lion King movie. I can believe oh, okay. that. Okay, okay, because I was going to say. It's trying to say it's better than the original, but okay. No, no, I ain't said no. I'm not saying that. I, I, I'm not crying. Jump off the bridge. I said that it's it's better than the, the live action Lion King movie. I, I felt as though this okay. this was just so much better. This this was because this is what kind of like Kendrick was doing for Black Panther because he did the whole soundtrack. Beyonce did the whole soundtrack for Lion King, and this is the whole visual soundtrack. So Black is King was dope. And and I, uh, me and me and my wife watched it. It was great. The Taylor Swift folklore stuff like that. I thought I thought it was very entertaining stuff like that. I, I know my wife's not a big fan of Taylor Swift, mm-hmm. but I don't mind her. Right. You know, say she did her her visual album also, which I heard rave reviews about. And I was like, so it's like you know the the visual reviews of things. Uh, when it comes to albums, are have, have been, you know, really, really rampant in in 2020. And I was like, you know, so I, I want to give those two women a shout out because especially Black is King, because Black and King, Black is King, was dope. So I, I'm not, I'm not, I'm gonna make sure all y'all go out there and try to check it out where y'all can. Uh, then if you 
if you want to go more into the, I miss Black is King. I heard it. I had to come in here before I went uh, to get something to drink. Okay, we were talking about good Black King was. It was fire, and you know I'm not even a huge Beyonce stand like that, but I just thought it was very well done. Mm. <laughs> I just thought it was very well done, and I love Afro beats, so I was like, I think it's cool that she actually went into like an Afro beats vibe. Like it was, it wasn't just be- like Beyonce singing over top of some Afro beats, and that's it. You know, she actually went people and got people from multiple. Um, nations in Africa to dance and sing and everything else on this project, and I thought that was dope. So I just had to I had to speak my piece on that um, because I'm gonna keep it all the way real. I love Kendrick Lamar, and the Black Panther soundtrack was cool, but this is what I hoped the Black Panther soundtrack would be. Mm-hmm. Now I have to definitely, I have to definitely go check it out now. Yeah. And you know what you, you, you should check out R and B? Lovecraft Country. Y'all think black skin do horror? Let me tell you something. Lovecraft Country that's on HBO Max. If you have not seen it yet, do yourself a favor as this is one of the best TV shows in 2020. Everybody Sunday was filled up watching Lovecraft Country. Mm-hmm. And at first I didn't know how, how to uh think of it, but I'm telling you right now. Lovecraft Country is one of the best, if not the best show that, that uh, I mean, it's going to be debatable, but I've said obviously like that. But in my opinion, Lovecraft Country is one of the best shows that came out in 2020. And, you know, J.J. Uh, Abrams and Joy Peele producing it with uh, Misa Green is directing it and written it. Writing. Writing it. Sorry, I'm saying that. So yeah, so do y'all sense a favor. I know Strike, you start with episode what finished this, okay? Yep, I will. And R&B, I don't know if you have checked it out yet, but if you have HBO Max, do yourself a favor and check okay. out Lovecraft Country. Okay, I definitely will check that out too. I haven't seen that yet. Yeah, oh, it's oh, it's a great show. It's well written. It can be a lot. Like if you're not really into sci-fi, I will say it'll be hard to get into if it's not necessarily your. Like not a genre you typically explore, but it, I think once you get past the first episode, cool. you'll be like into the story itself. Yeah, the well, first episode I, I said, they they take a different approach. That this is a ten episode series, right? Mm-hmm. Peep this: each episode, with staying contrast to the whole story, each episode deals with a different version of horror. Mm-hmm. There is. Uh, horror of just being, you know, black in the Jim Crow South, but there's also monster horror. There's also ghost horror. There's also science fiction horror. There's also a uh, body manipulation horror. There's there's all the kinds of horror stuff that you can find in one genre. They do one of those in each different episode as they keep the story going on. Mm-hmm. Cool. So I was like, you know what? It ain't just about like, you may not be in the sci-fi, which is like you know goes along the realms of episode two, but you may be in the ghost, which is like episode three. You may be into like adventure, like Indiana Jones, which is like episode four. Body manipulation, which is episode five. You know what I'm saying? So th- there are different episodes that have a different tending, a different kind of uh, horror element to it. The go along with the story, I think it's beautiful, beautifully written, and you do yourself a favor to check it out. 
I uh. just want to add that I appreciate it because it breaks a lot of stereotypes. As somebody who reads like Octavia Butler, who is who was a really big um, science fiction writer, she was um, a black woman who wrote all science fiction, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's nice to see it on a larger scale because I've heard so many times from people who are writers or who were trying to get projects made with like black people involved in a science fiction um, like story that a lot of studios and publishers would be like, no, they didn't want to publish it because one, they thought black people didn't read science fiction at all. And they also, one publisher actually said black people don't see themselves in the future. So why would we want to do an Afrofuturist book or show or movie? Mm-hmm. So I was like, I just love seeing things like this that smash those stereotypes that is popular with us and then crosses all kinds of race, creed, color, all of that, because it's just a good show. Right. You know, that's one of the reasons why I appreciate Jordan Peele, because he's like, look, I'm making horror movies that could be with anybody. But it's the blacks. <laughs> so I don't know. I I just wanted to put that in there because Lovecraft Country is a really good it's a really well done show. Um and even if you don't if you don't get into it, I mean I get it. But it's it's good. And just to, you know, wrap it all up for the good stuff, you know, when it comes to um especially the social change that we have been experiencing, uh how to be an anti racist hit number one this year. In, uh, I hope people take heed to the actual book instead of just buying it to make it look nice. I mean, oh yeah, I, I hope they are too. I don't think people just buy that. Well, I want these book numbers to go up. I mean, <laughs> people buy coffee table books all the time and stuff to put in their bookshelf. That's why I'm just saying, read it, implement. You know, you know, uh, Bubba Wallace somehow got the Confederate flag taken out of NASCAR. Don't know how that happened. <laughs> uh, we, we got a, that was the most progressive sport that I did not expect. Yeah, I was actually shocked by that. Then we had the first uh, black slash uh, Indian, Indian, yeah, South uh, Asian, South Asian VP elected. You know, woman. <laughs> you know, I got to do it. So, <laughs> we did it, Joe. We did it. Like, shout out to Kamala. Shout out to, uh, I hope I say her right name right, but Kamala Harris. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, people, unfortunately, you got these uh, clowns out here who make fun of her name, but, you know, shout out to her being the first uh, female vice president ever. Mm hmm. Ever. Mm-hmm. ever. Just, just one of the, yeah, ever. Yeah, I'm happy yeah. about that. But, a lot of firsts in the in this in this administration. Yeah. And then to top it all off, uh, Smoking Joe won. Yeah, yes, he did. What happened? The JB Joe Biden. Oh, <laughs> 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 like Joe Frazier? He did. Okay. No, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so that was some of the good. I found. It, 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 we, did we talk about Tiger King? Yes, you yeah. did. You, you, you left actually. <sighs> Why would you do that while I was gone? I didn't know how long you would be gone. He said that. I just up. Had to run to the little girl's room. I just, I just, I had to. I wanted to talk about it, but it's fine. We don't need to backtrack. Let's go because we already been here for a uh, quite a while. 
didn't that long. But okay. Uh it, the, the mic's still your sway. Oh, I was gonna I was gonna head to the uh, memorial. Okay. So he's doing that and then we're going to our best uh best lists and stuff. Okay. Yep. You, 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 like, Shout out to Wilson making a man quit original and dead though. Oh, that's a good thing that happened. What? Oh. The, 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 the Fresh Prince? Yeah, Fresh Prince. Absolutely. Shout out to him making amends and ending their uh, their beef with each other. And I feel like it was more her beef. That was great. That was great. Also, and just, I don't know why I'm shocked because it makes sense, but. Still shocked that they never met, like the two Anvibs. Yeah, like y'all never even crossed each other in the street. I just—that's crazy, right? That's (laughs) wild to me. Uh, I was just sure. Did did he have the list up or? Oh, 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 you know what? See, I I don't be trying to step on your toes when you be hosting your podcast, stuff like that. So I'll be sitting back and, you know, riding the wave until, you know, you you, you told me to come on. But, yeah, I have everything pulled up. I'm ready for you, bro. Yeah, yeah. Let's go over, you know, who, you know. Okay, well. You you have the whole 2020 locked down. (laughs) I was getting ready for the other topics of the different podcasts. Okay, okay, look, I, look. At least I got the respect enough for you not to step, step on your toes. Oh yeah, yeah. No, no go ahead. Just, you can step on. <laughs> go <laughs> do your thing. Uh, so going. I'm sorry for that little dead air we had right there, but uh, I want to go into the in, in memoriam of the people that we have lost. Well, the people. First off, I'm giving condolences to the three hundred, the three hundred ten thousand people. That we have lost to COVID related symptoms. That's a lot. That's a lot. One that's too many. Too that's, many. that's way yeah. too many people. That's, that's way, way too many. That's way that's more people than than a lot of national tragedies that we had on American soil. Right. From Pearl Harbor to nine eleven to stuff like that. I think they said it just surpassed the casualties in World War One. That's who that, that, that I is un believable and the country shouldn't have to take a head that never again they really shouldn't have i'm saying but you know this is this is just, just been terrible and you know sometimes you, you don't see it at your front door but you hear about it people have been losing their lives every single day and you, of course we don't see it but it's something we do here because it eventually does get close to home like i said my dad almost lost his life this year and you could have easily been that that number. Hell, me and my wife could easily been that number. Yeah, and that's yeah. just that's just to be a reality. So once again, I, I, I that they start out first when I want to say talk about the people that we have lost this year. And every podcast that I'm going to do from this one to my wrestling one to sports, whatever case, they will be mentioned first. Mm-hmm. Of all the people that uh, that we have lost. Now, since we mm-hmm. do a pop culture entertainment style podcast, we have lost. A ton of celebrities this year, and there, there's even more celebrities that I mean, of course, when I, I'm on the website of uh, giving us the names, it, it, it's sort of touching the surface now. Obviously, Lady Sketch does music. Mm-hmm. Me and R&B do sports, and okay, me and Sway do pop culture, and then me and Primetime do wrestling. So cool. there are going to be people that people say, "Well, why didn't you mention this person? Why didn't you mention this person?" Because they're going to be mentioned 
on only other, appropriate podcasts. Appropriate yeah. podcasts, but I mean, exactly. big, big heavy hitter things. Like obviously, I gotta mention Kobe. Yeah, because Kobe started like Kobe really like ticked that off took everyone. Yeah, he, he actually got twenty twenty started. Yeah, and, and, and don't get me wrong, there was still a, a slew of people that died before him, but Kobe was that name. It was just like Kobe, you know what I'm saying? That like you just kept on questioning it, bro. You know, I, I questioned to the pay. I was just like, yo, bro, this like they uh walked away. Like I really was sitting there thinking like, yo, because Kobe is the mom, but he just walked away. Mm-hmm. Like the plane crashed, and he he got up and was like, man, that's fucked up, and walked away. Like I, that's how I, my mind kept going there. I I, I could. Not wrap around the fact that, cause especially the way he was getting started, mm-hmm. and to in my mind, like I said, I, I don't know what the plan is for anybody up there. That's not my job. It was just that I was like, Kobe was supposed to go out like that, right? That's how I felt. Okay. But the same thing has happened to so many other athletes in these helicopters. I'd be so scared. I'd be so scared flying up in the air. But Kobe definitely was one of them. Kurt Douglas that died February fifth. Who lived to see 103. That man was here for the first pandemic. Yes. And the Great Depression. He was. This man been through some stuff. We lost Kurt Douglas this year. Uh, we also uh, lost Kevin Conway. I didn't know we lost Kevin Conway. From that did Batman? No, 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 no. Oh. that's Kevin Conroy. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I, Con- I was about to, yeah, I was about to question that, and then I was like, no, I don't think it's Conroy. I think it was Conroy that was. Oh yeah, uh, they really have got like uh, those two got the start. Then also, uh, then we go down list. Uh, we lost Esther Scott, who was uh, don't you say it? You gonna say the grandma? You got served? Yes. Why is that the first? <laughs> because we were just watching. You got served. They just put it on Netflix. Wow. Um, but... <laughs> And then we uh, we lost uh, Jan Dubois from uh, Good Times. Mm, yeah, we did. And then she was the one who saw the, the Jefferson's theme song moving Move on, on up. up. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and I was like, uh, man, we lost it back in February. Uh, then we also, uh, no, you wanted, you wanted to mention B. Smith, didn't you? No, I mean, she wouldn't, I don't know if she would be relevant for this podcast. You can keep going. Okay. Then uh, some some more. Na- oh, I thought I thought that was I thought that was uh we, we did because they're obviously going in order. In order, yeah. Of uh, people who the best. Uh, yeah, we did lose Bill Withers, but I know you're gonna probably talk about that more on turntables. Mm-hmm. And then we have uh, it's amazing. Like people, why there is dead air here? Just know that I'm scrolling through names here okay it's fine i'm gonna just i'm gonna just say some folks i can't i don't know are you going in order or are you just you just well as they come up i'm going but if you get, i mean everybody can feel free to say somebody okay so you know i'm gonna speak on alex trebek i have been watching jeopardy for a smooth 20 at least 28 years and i am not joking <laughs> so i was just like not alex trebek like i how? Why? Why would this happen? So, um, they've been showing the last episodes that he taped, um, and I believe they end next week. Mm. So, you know, it's that was a a hard hit. I think people thought he was doing better, so it was kind of I don't want to say unexpected, but it was kind of unexpected. We lost Regis Philbin, yeah, um, yeah. who was a long time 
you know, daytime host. Um, mm-hmm. More relevant to this podcast, we lost Joel Schumacher. Um, we did lose Joel Schumacher. <clears throat> I didn't even know. You know, it's great. I didn't even know he uh, he died, unfortunately. And you know, we we talked about it on another podcast also, and I was just like, man, the kind of things he did for the black community in film, I never knew anything about. Had no idea. Never knew anything about. Be honest, with y'all. I mean, Joe Schumacher has retained it with Batman and Robin, so that that's the unfortunate part. <laughs> yeah. uh, May eighth through May tenth was Andre Harrell, Little Richard, and Betty Wright. Literally, the culture took a hit that week. That, that was a bit back to back. That, that whole three day span, it was like we lost. People. And, oh, and don't, May 11th was Jerry Stiller. Ben Stiller's dead. Right. That week was a mess. Right. right. Yeah, Jer- uh, I'm a big fan of Jerry Stiller, by the way. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he, we, we, we lost him. And so, then, uh, huh, I'm listening. So, obviously, rest in peace to the king himself, a.k.a. Jackie Robinson, Derek Marshall, Chadwick Bozeman. We lo- we we lost the king of Wakanda. Uh, I, I, I'm not gonna lie, that was the one I was most mad about. The reason I was um, mad about it, I was, like, I was mad about him, and I was mad about Kobe. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, I I was sad about Kobe, but I was more mad at um I was more mad at Chadwick dying because I was like I really I don't want to hear anything from anyone racist at this moment. Out of <laughs> all the people that gotta go, we gotta lose our king. And then they're just going to they they're just going to find this point to attack. And I was like, I will punch the first person I will see if they even. And, and you're right because it was like when because they all came, they came out in droves when he passed away. Yeah, uh, like people want to like you know why such a big deal? He wasn't that big of a star. Like he's just another. And I'm like, no, 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 y'all don't get to do this today. So, yeah. Y'all, I said, y'all can take that take that crap back over the parlor, okay? No, y'all don't get to do this today. It, it uh, sucked because it was like, yo, it's nothing. There's no doubt that's going to be as big as Kobe. And then Chadwick, I was like, oh my, what? You, you know, when, when it came to Chadwick Bowser, right? Because I was like, I, I said earlier, I was like, Kobe wasn't supposed to go that way. Now, once again, okay. I know. I, I, like I said, I'm not the creator. I'm not the one who, who makes the decisions here, okay? Yeah. I'm just saying that I would never have thought that Kobe was going to go that way. Mm-hmm. The day with Chadwick, with, 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 that, 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 when he passed away, I was just like, you mean to tell me this man really was sick mm-hmm. this whole time and nobody and nobody knew? Nobody knew. But, you know, respect, respect, to, respect to his inner circle. And even, you know, some respecting probably should, could probably go to Marvel. Um, MCU because I, you know they all had you know an idea that he was going through all that and for him to still go through all that filming um, whether it was who had an idea Kev I didn't know about that oh, I, thought they, oh, I thought they did um, Marvel was Marvel was slapped in the that's what I said Black Panther got hit hard this year Marvel got hit hard this year because they like you know Marvel plans ahead for a lot of things they, it's not a sporadic decision a lot like Warner Brothers is they uh, had a plan and he was gearing up to get ready for Black Panther 2 which like I said obviously it, I think this was supposed to be a movie that he was going to pass the mantle on anyway right. but uh, they had 
it, it wasn't like, you know, we're going to just shut stuff down for Chadwick. You know what I'm saying? No, they had stuff planned up. Like, I did, I just read an article today about how Kevin Foggy said, now looking back on it, it's very moving. But this man came in four days and recorded so many episodes of What If. So we're going to get Chadwick on the Marvel What If series when it come out. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's still projects that he that he was doing that, and according to his brother, until maybe like the last week or two before he was about to die, he was intent on beating the thing. Ooh. And then yeah. when it just took a turn for the worse, it was just like, all right, bro, this is, look, I can't fight this no more. Mm-hmm. To the point where it's just like, I got to go. You know what I'm saying? It's, it, I, there's, nothing, there's nothing more. If I done all I can and I, I did what I was supposed to do here, then it's time for me to go. So they didn't know. They got they got slapped. Ryan Cougar got slapped. Everybody on the Black Panther said this guy, what happened? Mm-hmm. And to the point where it, it literally put a hole. It, it put a hole in things. I think uh, that I think that's that's why he may have been working at such a breakneck pace because he knew something that we didn't know. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're just like, man, he was in a lot of stuff, and I have noticed. I know you said because they were saying that the the races came out in droves. I have noticed from watching things that are like more mainstream pop culture, there is still a very clear cultural divide, mm-hmm. right? And I'm not saying this to be like, oh, once being divisive, it's just, it's clear. Like, I've seen, I think I was talking about it on this podcast a few podcasts ago while I was looking at a list, and they just, they tried to say that Garrett Morris had no career after he left SNL, which we know is untrue. Um, But it's like, if it if it's something that is just, it's only appreciated over here, it's like it doesn't exist. So it's like we we all were excited for Get On Up and Forty Two and and um, the Thurgood Marshall movie and then um, now My Rainey's Black Bottom, where these are like these are great movies and he's giving great performances, but people didn't really take notice of him so much until Black Panther because right. it was a Marvel movie. Yeah, and it's like. I I can't accept that. You know, I'm not going to say because, you know, we watch like hood classic type movies with somebody like Debo or um, Tommy Lister passes away. I'm not going to be like, okay, well, anything he did that was not a hood classic, I'm not going to acknowledge. That's bullshit. Right. So I just, I don't know. It's, it's really disheartening to see shit like that. I'm not surprised, but... It's just like y'all not going to negate everything that these people have done because it's not in your scope. Like a, it's only a Google search away. I mean, I agree, but it's also where you're looking because once again, like the you and R and B have may have had those experiences when y'all was looking at that. I the the people that I supported watch, I didn't get that. They honored Chadwick for who he was. I tell and you, a lot, of, people, a lot um, of this is because you don't be on social media. Like I, I know, I I know that. I'm saying, but you know, I don't need to be on that toxic place. No, you don't. I'm saying, uh, a lot of people were very excited when he got cast as Black Panther because of they knew what he had did mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. And so, but like I said, the, the the Black Panther mantle just put him to a, a just just catapult him to another, you know, iconic thing in the first place. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that elevated him. It did elevate him. So, you know, so, yeah, so those hit hard. Uh, Naya Rivera passed away also. That was, that was a mess. That was shocking. She passed this year. It it, it was shocking to the point I was like, man, because that was similar to a wrestler that passed away earlier in May uh, named Shad, and it kind of died kind of similar. Yeah. In a way. So it was like, it, it was, it was, um, it was heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking to see that Regis Philbin passed away. I said Regis Philbin. You just said Regis Philbin already? Yeah. Okay, Elijah Ashley Beck. Okay, cool. This list on CNN, they got you got David Stern included. I'm about to say, yeah, no, 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 show love for David Stern. Like, what, 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 what's going on here, man? Right. No. Oh, also, a little closer to home for this podcast, you had two original Star Wars characters pass away. Oh, yeah, we did. Um, the, the one, uh, just happened recently, like within the last week. And I, I gotta find his name. Let's see. Uh, Jeremy Bullock. He played the original Boba Fett. Played Boba Fett, yep. Right. And, uh, mild spoilers for the Mandalorian. It was just nice that he got to see his character redeemed before he passed away. So, yeah, because he definitely had a crappy ending. Yeah. A very (laughs) bad ending. But it was nice to see him get redeemed. Uh, excuse me, because of that. And then, right. you know. And who else was it? I'm sorry. From Star Wars? Who, me? Yeah, no, who else from Star Wars? I forgot who it was. Oh, the original, the guy who did the body for, oh, um, for Darth Vader. That's right. Darth Vader. That's right. For, uh, for Vader, man. Yeah. Uh, then we also lost RBG. This year, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yes, we did. And uh, we, we we lost her to the point where you know that became a whole that was unfortunate a whole thing circus with the the yeah the nonsense with the Supreme Court. Uh, yeah. We lost Sean Connery, yes. the original James Bond. James Bond. Yeah. Well, oh. I, I don't know. He was. I don't think he was the original, but he was the best, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah, I think he was the best. Uh, wait, but wasn't he the first? And then it was um. The, oh, what's the other guy's name? I, every time y'all mention, I'll be like, yes, it's the guy. Roger Moore? There it is. <laughs> every time, like, Roger Moore, Roger Moore, Roger Moore, Roger Moore. And every time you talk about, like, what was his name? I know him. And then I hear it. There it is. I thought he was, I thought Sean Connery was the first one. Let me look. Because... Then it was Roger Moore. There was somebody else. Then it was Pierce Brosnan. Okay, so he was. Okay, I was right. You're right. You're right. You're uh, right. He did it first. And then it was the guy who did it once. Two guys did it once, uh-huh. and then Roger Moore took over and was like the next most known before Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan, and then um, Old Boy, who's doing it now, who I don't particularly care for as Bond, sorry. But, um, Daniel Craig? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, mm, okay. We lost Thomas Jefferson Bird. His and- death was so ridiculous to me. Like, I don't know if they found the person who did it, but who the hell runs up? And shoots a seventy-year-old man. Like I, I don't know. I'm and for, sorry. And for those who don't know, Tom Jefferson was a Spike Lee. Uh, he played a lot of Spike Lee. He's movies. played in a lot of Spike Lee movies. He had a lot of like. Um, I think I feel like he would be char- characterized as more of a character actor. If you don't know who he is, he was Luther in Set It Off. If mm. you've ever seen Set It Off, mm. um, uh, there's Conchetta Farrell. Who is best known to like our generation as Birda from Two and a Half Men? Yes, it was Birda. Yeah, she did. 
Yeah, she she did pass away. Back with two and a half men was actually good. <laughs> yeah, because we yeah, never like we should have just ended it after after was like, they killed off Charlie. <laughs> Charlie left. Yeah, should have canceled it. Like we 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 didn't need those seasons with um Aston Kutcher. Like, come on, bro. Um, I'm trying to find things like nothing. Sorry, I'm trying to find folks who would be more relevant to this podcast. A lot of people that I'm seeing are music people and sports stars. Oh, Natalie DeSell Reed. Um, she also she also died from colon cancer, which is what Chadwick Boseman died from. Oh, um, cancer. She was in Baps. She was in the Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella. And Eve. She was in Eve. How you do that? And um, she was on uh, Tyler Perry. One of Tyler, Tyler Perry. Yeah. Because um, I, I was like, I know I'm missing something. Um, I, I always mess up her name, but Olivia de Havilland. She was the last surviving star of the Gone with the Wind cast. She was 104. Ooh, what's a life? That is a long. That's a long. A <laughs> hundred and four, and I don't know how we could possibly forget John Lewis. Um, although I guess that's not t- technically. Man, no, culture, John Lewis and CT Vivian. John Lewis and CT Vivian passed away. We we, we lost good trouble this year. <laughs> All right, we, we we lost good trouble, and I'm and, you know, and that was a it definitely Obama came out of hiding. To drop the illest eulogy and walk off. Y'all, I seen the funeral. Alright, I seen the funeral. I was like, look, drop the illest eulogy. I was like, you know what? We're going to miss uh, John Lewis. And I believe that spirit came down and helped us out in the end. I know John Glenn's wife, though. Um, and, um, she was and, and, and Ruth Bader Ginsburg's spirit came down and helped us out, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't, and I don't want again. I don't want it to seem like we're skipping a bunch of people. I know a whole, whole lot of people died this year, um, but it's like we would be here all day if we had to read the the list. He was just looking at was what two hundred and two or one two hundred and one people, and that's not even updated with the like the folks who died this past week that I'm looking at on CNN. Because mm-hmm. uh, I, you know who I forgot died. Roy from Siegfried and Roy. Siegfried, what, Siegfried Roy passed away? Yeah, if he died from the Rona. Oh. Whoa, I did not know that. Yeah. and But that was t- at the top of the year. Well, not the top of the year, but earlier in the year. Mm. And I'm just like, man, it's so many people on this list. I was like, man, I didn't know this person passed away. Um, Gail Sayers from Brian's song, he passed away. Like, mm. There's so many people. Um, so we're not, you know, we're not trying to intentionally exclude anyone. Just want to, um, you know, make sure we get as many folks as possible. So, do you have a swag? Yeah, that, I, I, it's a somber note. I didn't want to just like throw a transition. I didn't know he died. I'm sorry. Um. But uh, on a lighter note, let's go over our list for best and worst. Um, now, did you do you want to start with your worst, or I can just start with mine if you like? <laughs> I can start with my worst. Okay. Uh, give me a. Uh, you go ahead. I gotta get some water real quick. Sure thing. So, guys, once again, I'm the movie guy. Watch Swag is the game guy, and there have been 
a uh, a top array of movies that I have seen this year, like I do every year. Some I got a chance to record, some a of it review, and some a chance I did because obviously twenty twenty was a very crazy month, and a lot of things, uh, you know, changed from the the theater experience. Because I'm a guy that usually goes out to the theater opening day. I drag my wife along because trust me, some movies I do drag her along. Oh yeah. So she don't have to go, but I do drag her along. But and, I do. I come. Yeah. Okay, that's how she gets. That's how she get her movie knowledge up. <laughs> and I go check out these movies, and then but now things have been either on Netflix, Amazon Prime, when it comes to uh, HBO Max, Hulu, wherever it case may be, wherever I can find a movie, I try to watch. Did not when it comes to when it comes to worst of twenty twenty, I did not even care to watch all these movies. But these are the ones that I did see to the point where, or I I couldn't even finish seeing. To the point where I was just like, all right, well, here we go. So, uh, I'm going to give you all my list. I don't have any dishonorable mentions, I should say. But number 10, we're going to start off with Scoob. You know, Scoob is something that I, I've rented. No, excuse me, my wife ran on Amazon Prime. And I watched... Let me go grab some water for these next few ones. Okay. Uh, I, I watched it, and I was like, uh, it's... It's all right. I've seen more entertaining school movies. The animation was nice and everything like that. But uh, it, I like fell asleep on it twice. Damn. And I, I, I said, I said, I said, you know, and then my son like, this is this was good. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. You know what I'm <laughs> Sometimes you got to just lie to your kids' face like that. That's the way it is. So Scoob is number ten. Number nine. I know me and you are going to have a little debate about this swag, but Hubby Halloween makes the list. How, why would we have a debate? Because, oh, look, it's like, did I kind of find some kind of enjoyment in it? Maybe. But still, it's not a good movie. <laughs> it's just, it's, did it's I not. say it was a good movie? I don't. I didn't think it was that good. Uh, okay. I, I, I just wanted to make sure because no, I was no. like, in my head, I was saying, is it going to be Hubby Halloween or is it going to be Vampires vs. the Bronx? And I'm like, Nah, I'm gonna give Vampire vs. the Bronx a pass. It's gonna be Hubby Halloween. No, Hubby Halloween was not a good movie. <laughs> it, it wasn't. This is Adam Sandler's like, okay, F you to those who didn't think Uncut Jones was good. I'm gonna make Hubby Halloween and he succeeded. I don't find Kevin James funny no more. I do appreciate Adam Sandler did a great tribute to Cameron Boys at the end of the movie. And uh, that he, he uh, his family asked his best friend to play his part in that movie. And I thought that I thought that was nice. I like I do like that Adam Sandler gives his people a job. As for how Halloween goes, not a good movie. Number eight, Doolittle. Look, I am a fan of the Doctor Doolittle movies with Eddie Murphy, but then with Robert Downey for some reason, what, the comeback of Robert Downey Jr. is phenomenal, right? But every time Robert Downey Jr. steps away from Tony Stark. Something happens to the point I'm just like, what is happening with the movie? Such as, uh, now I, I didn't mind some of the Sherlock Holmes movies, but uh, when it also came to, um, what was it, Judge, that he did, and I was just like, no, see, you trying to be part of that tiny circle that ain't working. But uh, the Doolittle movie was supposed to be like, the, like, like what the, the actual Doctor Doolittle thing was about, and I didn't even watch it in the beginning when it first came. Out. I said I have no desire to see this, and then it was just randomly. I said, let me just pop, try to try this out one day. I'm sorry, I did. 
Now, I heard uh, so I, said, I, was, I said I want to keep the memory of Robert I. G. as a as a great actor in in my mind. So Doolittle definitely made it. Says it do, it don't make number one because we have some worse movies from there because that mean you can actually talk about Swag because you did see him. I I know I heard something about Doolittle and the dragon farting on him, and I was like, oh god. Yeah, we're done. Number seven. <laughs> I already know. Oh, I already I just know. seen what number seven is. So I'm ready for Q Phil to call me up. <laughs> Project Power. Dang. I, you thought I, was I did not enjoy Project Power like y'all did. Now that's the movie we're going to disagree on. I don't know why you thought Hubby Halloween was the one we were going to. Uh, but I'm on. about to say Project Power had potential, but to me Project Power seemed rushed. It fell short on the execution. You think? And, yeah, a lot of it. Okay. And I, 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 I still enjoyable. It it has some enjoyable elements to it, but there's a there's a lot of forgettable elements uh, elements to it. And I don't I did like how the movie was trying. If you're going to try to have this girl who obviously her dad is dead and she's trying to find a male figure in her life, and you and then you're going to have Jay Fox who had a daughter, but then we thought she was dead or lost. But he, his whole journey trying to find a daughter, which you're trying to give these two a father daughter aspect of a relationship, which puts his daughter he has on the back burner. I don't think it was trying to do that. I think it was like it was like I just need help. I didn't think they were trying to do a like a father daughter type of thing. I didn't get that portrayal at all. Now I gotta watch yeah. it. I got that a lot, especially with the way they they were interacting, especially the way that he was trying to teach her, or especially when you know when he was like, "Don't show me the raps." Those are the, those are little aspects and moves that they use to try to build this kind of relationship between you know, saying a uh, a say a, a male role model or somebody that if it's yeah, if it's I a rap see, thing, I can see role model, but not a father mentor. Like, yeah, yeah, I didn't see father figure at all. But even even with that being said, I do felt as though his daughter took a. His daughter took a back seat, but she was the real reason for why this whole thing with the Project Power was a thing in the first place. Did I like Joseph Gordon-Levitt in the movie? I had a problem with Joseph Gordon-Levitt in the movie. I had a problem with because Jay Fox is one of the actors to me where no matter what you give me, I'm going to act the hell out of it. Yeah, that's true. But his his it, acting is, is, is as intense as Kimberly Elise. <laughs> And Kerry Washington's lip quivers. Yeah. Well, it's like they gave Jay Fox Electro. Uh, uh, and, uh, Electro. And, uh, Electro. <laughs> Electro. Uh, <laughs> Electro. 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 It but, just wasn't good. But but even when he even when he comes back in this in this new one, he can be like, I'm not being blue again. <laughs> so, you know, so he's going he's probably gonna give a way better performance than you know that he, he did the first time. But, put, as long as he didn't put the glasses back on, like they was damn near vertical. They were so yeah. broke. Like, come on, yo. No, it was. So <laughs> I hated it. Number six is something that I was I was praying for Sway. I really was. And I couldn't finish it yet. And that's new meetings. Oh God. I'm sorry. I, wa- <laughs> I'm sorry, you I, wanted to, I I wanted to like New Mutants. <laughs> it kept getting to how many times New Mutants got delayed. And can I say it like got delayed? And I was like, what did they change? <laughs> Usually, you can see where they, they made a different change. I'm like, this the same stuff I see in the trailer. What did they change? Is this the um the one that 
Which one was Ava directing? Duvernay? Yeah. This ain't new or oh, they new means. She's doing something. New guys. New guys. Okay, I yeah. knew it was a new thing. Go ahead. Yeah, no, and uh, I try to appreciate the hard element, element that they add for it, but they could have went in such a better direction. And it felt like it. this movie felt like Fox just stopped caring. Maybe they did. It, but it, it, it's it. Why did it stop caring with my mutants? You know, what I'm saying it's always my mutants, and then people like Swag and sit there and laugh at me because it's something bad. Why did Fox? Why did Fox stop caring with your mutants? Because they stopped caring with Fantastic Four. It's not. They're, it's they're, not. They they never cared about pro- Fantastic it's Four. It's your properties. Like they, they never had, cared about Fantastic they had Four. Your favorite properties. So of course they're gonna mess it up. With Sony, at least they keep trying. Like they, they, they just keep trying. Right. They're like, they, we gotta hit somewhere. We said to reboot oh, this till we right. get it right. Fast. Uh, like, oh. right. And they kept failing. Right. They're gonna just keep throwing it until something sticks. With Fox, they just say, yeah, we failed, but we are gonna keep it going with the failure. Fox is looking at it as a money grabber. That's all they were doing for Fantastic Four. They gotta stop because right. ain't none of them. Nary no, one of them. Nothing. Movies. None of them grab monies. Not even, yeah. but but they're back. They're they're back tomorrow with the MC now. So yeah, thank God. Now yeah. it's time for the top five. Oh, I'm here because I know about this top five. So, my oh, number five is Fatal Fair with Nia Long. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God, I forgot about that. That movie was horrible. Oh my God, Fatal Fair is stuff that, that we have seen. 20 times over in other movies, movie, especially dealing with black people. They just that rewrap movie. it in a different paper and give it to you again. Like, my God. That movie. It, the, the, the kind of stupidity that I had to watch Neil Long do in this movie mm-hmm. and, and the kind of all this aggressive anger that I had to see um, Omar Epps doing this movie. This fake stalking he was doing. Like, it was all so much. They they tried their best to make this like you know like the black horror suspense movie. I'm like, no good deeds did it better. And that wasn't that great. But I'm just saying, Taraji and and, and uh, Idris Elba. I was actually scared of Idris Elba. I enjoyed No Good Deed way more than I enjoyed Fatal Attraction. I'm sorry, Fatal Affair. This movie, I was done with this movie like way in the beginning. It was just, you know how. They, instead of actually writing out what is happening, they give you some ridiculous, like, injection into the, the dialogue. Like, yeah, so what happened with y'all, um, y'all marriage? We couldn't even get a montage or nothing. It was just, yeah, he fell off his bike, and it took him a long time. He's been real mysterious, so I decided I was going to go almost have sex with my uh, ex-co-worker in the bathroom. Like, sis, what? Like... How does this make sense? None of this makes sense. The whole thing was ridiculous. Her best friend not believing her was ridiculous. The they put Estelle in this movie just to be murdered. It was just it was a mess. Poor Estelle. (laughs) What you gonna say, R and B? I'm sorry. There's nothing you can say. If his life ain't yet, don't start now. I think that, that's a good roasting movie. See, we like to watch movies to roast. If now, that's not your thing, don't watch now it. Now that but. you brought that movie up, there's a movie that's in my head that I hope is your number one. So, Don't worry about it. We get there. Uh, n- number four, 
Coffee and Kareem. God, that was bad. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm slightly better than say those I, I forgot both I of those up, movies were this year. Like, I gave up on that movie about 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I, sw- I ain't never want... No, no, once again, people, I have kids, okay? So people see this the wrong way. I never wanted to strangle a kid so bad in my life. <laughs> oh, my God. Just yeah, seeing that little Please song. give that disclaimer for somebody called CPS. Yeah, I'm about to say, but that little sum-sum in that movie... You know, Taraji's son, like she, she, she Listen, find these roles. All three of them needed to be smacked. Her, um, Ed Helms, and the kids. I don't, I don't know what people see in Ed Helms. You do not like Ed Helms. Right? I am not a fan of Ed Helms at all. I could get, I, I could get the mystique more out of Will Ferrell than I can Ed Helms. Ed, uh, and, and Will I remember when y'all, funny. huh? Will Ferrell's actually funny. That's the yeah. difference between I, I mean, it, it's some days. Some I'm like he's a little over the top, but some days I'm like he, he is. He is funny. It like even when because don't get me wrong. I want everybody to say right now. I have no problem with the office. I mean, <laughs> y'all watch it crazily a lot. It's all saying. right because Ricky is on the same page. I don't know how um, she with Q Flow. I know. I was <laughs> like, how in the world do he you does not, not like, like the, the office? office? He doesn't think it's funny at all. Who uh, Rick Dallas? Mm-hmm. But look, hey, look. I want to me. It is funny. But the thing is, Ed Helms is not, and I'm like, I don't get it. I don't even know why people be laughing at his shit. I don't. It, it to me, he's just not funny, and I, I don't. They some things in the office are funny. Some things I'm just like, okay, this is a clearly an office circle that y'all be in. Mm-hmm. That, 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 that's more funny, y'all. I'm just like, okay, yeah, I get it. But uh, Ed Helms to me never screams, yo, and then. Who's buying Ed Helms and Taraji P. Henson in a relationship? That's oh what my I was God. about to bring up next, because I'm like, yo, there's no way. There's no way. At all. <laughs> there's no there, way. There, there is no way. I, I want don't to... y'all dare come on here and be like, well, why can't... In-? Nope, it ain't nothing about no, no, being interracial. No. And, I, yeah, it's you... nothing about interracial. Make me believe that if Ed Helms came up and spit some game to Taraji P. Henson... That she would even sniff his way. Come on. Um, yeah. Oh, someone had a fantasy and just had to make it come true. Right, and that's why I want to inflate that kid. Just take a pinch of. Listen, he was a mess. Number three, a fall from grace. That's why I thought it was going to be number one. You know what I'm about to say, Ed? Wait, wait. uh, (laughs) Ass straight, bitch. Ass straight, bitch. <laughs> hey yo, hey you know what's funny here? That's Jackson more to combat too. <laughs> I know, don't don't remind me. Hey, you know what's even funnier? That's uh so Billy Brooks from Double Toasted, that's his brother. <laughs> character and called you by your real name and everything. I am so sorry. That is the best part of that movie to me. I... <laughs> uh, okay, hold on, y'all. R&B, have you seen A Fall from Grace? Yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a whirlwind. You said what? I said I have seen it, and it was a whirlwind. Yeah. As, as my hair is changing. Yeah, uh, I was like, Tyler Perry, you, you start off the year without your best so, you know, can, can, can I talk about Tyler Perry and his love of um, men wigs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure can. Like, why? Like, why? 
Why? Like, I, I like, I, I, he's speechless. Like, the time he put, like, that, that was the most, it was the most obvious and yet, like, terrible man wig I've ever, like, that man wig pissed me off. Top like, got, got one wig for five activities. Like, like, and, then, and you know, the thing, and the thing is, like, that John stood still, like, like, and I'm like, Bruh, like that's what was cold outside. Like, for real? I, that I mean, the extra in the back drinking no water out the cup or eating no food. Yeah. Like, Yo, you know what? I revelation I just had. What if that wig is the Alex Cross rig wig turned around? What if it? Uh, I feel like it is. Now we're going too far. Now we're going too far. Yo, you probably have a point. It looked like the Alice Cross wig. And also, I like there were so many things to poke holes in with this movie. Like how she beat this man head in, like his head looked like brown beef. And he came back in the end scene with a band-aid or like nothing happened. That movie took place on December twenty first, that's why. <laughs> makes, makes, that makes sense. Um, <laughs> and that's why. <laughs> Oh my god, that was so. I was like, bruh, he's not moving nowhere Wait, bro, after that buddy, beating. That movie had that movie was probably made in what, like a couple days? Yeah, he's like, like, like in three days, I think. That's his specialty. He's like, y'all got a long weekend? <laughs> like, what? And then you know what? He's still going. I said, he, black people still watch it. And that's what he said. He's like, y'all can't talk about it all you want, and y'all hate watching it. The numbers are still n- is nuts because yeah. y'all hate watching. It. You know what? His worth acting is insane. He, I, th- I heard he shot like thirteen episodes of a show in four days. It was that bra show, which apparently is very bad. It is bad. It's now. I, like I said, I, I don't. I, I try to give props to Top Rate for buy up the block, but when I, literally the block. So, uh, but uh. I can't excuse him for this movie whatsoever. That movie was a mess now and a half. Now we're coming down to two and one. Listen, these movies could have flip flopped either way. In fact, yes, depending on your mood that day. But there was just one movie I was like, okay, this got to be my number one. Number okay. two is John Henry. Oh, oh, bro, that was this oh, year. There was this year, <laughs> John Henry with uh. What what was little Chris name in that John? He uh, no 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 it, hot, no it was hell but what hell, was the, okay. but, but but what was the jaw? Golden jaw no. Let's look it up because yes. I don't remember. I truly oh. I'm being real with you. I blocked out most of um, Terry oh, Crews and his shenanigans and just moved on. So I uh, I did not see it now. Oh no! Don't. <laughs> so John John Henry. Like what's like what's was was he uh based off of John Henry in the comic book? Not Still, at all. Not at all. Ooh. Nothing to do okay, with look. Him. <laughs> you know I mean there's, because there's, I saw I saw him with the sledgehammer and I'm like, oh maybe nope. this is oh, nope. you mean the sledgehammer the, the sledgehammer that came out in the third act. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So look, look I'll bring it down to you. This John Henry is not about, you know, uh the John Henry from DC Comics. It's not about the, the the, the folklore tale of John Henry going up against the you know the machine. This is 
a urban youth story for because I'm not mentioning the N word on this podcast of a guy who don't know how he got these powers can literally his hands are like hammers. Mm-hmm. So they call because you know say he can like punch a guy and kill him. Okay, like we have heard it before, and uh, he can survive gunshots apparently. apparently. Which, by the way, none of this was explained. Nope. nope. And he just wants to go around the hood and help out the hood. This is what Terry Crews probably wanted to do when he saw Luke Cage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yep. and said, this is what needs to be happening. Because he said, I want to be a respectable politics, Luke Cage. <laughs> and he was going around and he was trying to save the hood from the game bangers. From the hood? Yeah, it, it, but trying to save the hood from the hood. And <laughs> he he did a terrible job at it, and there was there, there were so many instances in the movie where things happen, but they're not explained. Mm-hmm. They just want you to know, and I'm like, hold on, this is not a cinematic universe. I don't know anything. Nope. If if you if you want me to know anything about John Henry, I'm like, well, where is him working on the railroad? Where is him going up against the steel mill? Like, I want to know where that John Henry's at because this guy is the only thing Jerry Cruz had was a bald head in the in the body. Honest to God, this truly, I said it when we did the, the review, it felt like Terry Crews ain't seen a hood in 20 years, 30 years maybe, maybe, and thinks that the hood is still the same hood that it was 30 years ago, and everybody behaves the exact same way, and he wants to save everyone from themselves. And it was just like, the plot of the movie was ridiculous, like the non-existent backstory of the movie was ridiculous. The best part of this movie was his dad, who they murked, and I was mad. Okay, I was like, "Bro," and forgive me, I'm not saying spoiler alert. I don't care. We like, <laughs> listen, if you ain't seen it no, at this no. point, if you don't, don't do it. it to if you haven't seen it, don't. Don't don't do it to you. And it was just uh, like no. unless you want to have a good roast movie, because first of all, it looked like me and Sway took took my webcam and said, "All right, I got." Twelve hundred dollars in my pocket. Let's make this movie. That's exactly what it. It was just. It was a mess. And no, because we tried to get us a fair shake, despite the fact that Terry Crews would not shut the fuck up this year. We was like, let's just watch the movie and see what was what's popping with it. I expected something completely different. They even stole the whole John Wick thing, where his dog got killed, and now he mad. Yep. So he wanted to go start destroying shit because his dog is dead. And I was just like, y'all, it's way too much happening in this movie. This belongs in the bottom of a Walmart $5 movie bin. I do not care what anybody says. That's where it should have lived. <laughs> That's where it should have lived and went straight to DVD because this was a mess. The whole jaw piece on Ludacris was a mess because... No, we didn't have plastic surgery to fix people's faces <laughs> 20 years ago. Why the fuck would they put in uh just a iron piece on his jaw and be like that's it? That's not the like couldn't that's afford a- it. Bro, yeah. get out of here. The hood got Medicaid. I'm not hearing that. Like, we're not Even doing with this. Medicaid, the man had all the money cuz he he was hell. First of all, the the man don't use guns. The man said, "Let me go around here with this tank." With a tank. With blowtorch. A- a blowtorch. Blow I'm like, do you know how inconvenient that is? <laughs> you gotta carry it around everywhere. He, the reason why he died because he tripped over the cord. I'm like, do you know how inconvenient that was? So inconvenient. Like, don't you? You can literally just stand up and run. You're good. Could you 
Imagine there's a gunfight outside my house. You be like, yo, let me get my tank off the off the heater real quick and go roll it out there. Talk about some y'all mess with the wrong one. They shoot the tank, everybody gone. <laughs> <laughs> You're done. You know, so John Hay makes number two because number one is something that I know me and Sweat can agree about, and it's Artemis Fowl. Huh? Uh, I never, I didn't see that one neither. Don't, yo, Artemis Fowl. That movie is not in my memory. I don't remember <laughs> watching it. I'm so serious. <laughs> it I was that. Remember, remember, you must be bought it twice. It was his scoop. This yeah. was Artemis Fowl came out the weekend. But I was like, okay, we had three movies come out the weekend, or diff- three different series. We had The King of Staten Island. With Pete Davidson, okay. we had the Five Bloods of Spike Lee, and we had Artemis Fowl. And I'm like, okay, I'm gonna watch all three. At that time, I didn't know how Prime worked because I didn't even know I had it, but I didn't know I did have it, so I could have watched it. But I checked out Artemis Fowl. I was like, because it's, it's, it's on Disney Plus, let's check it out. Why not? And that has got to be a, that was the biggest mistake you made. It that was a terrible movie this year. Which makes my number one because it it, it was like Dizzy, how you you mess up this bad? Yo, I don't. The kid was forgettable. The plot was forgettable because it really was not. The whole fairy element was forgettable. Mm. Everything in the movie about it what had no concrete stand in the memory of anybody. That's probably why Shrek forgot about it. Yo, I don't. Re- I'm so sorry. Mm. I don't remember <laughs> anything. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> It, 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 it was terrible. That's why I said my number one. Honestly, the only movie on this list I could probably give a little bit more grievance to that maybe if I try to check it out on a second viewing, or actually I did see it twice, but if I check it out, you know, again, it's probably Project Power, mm-hmm. to be fair. Yeah, I, I I there was that, that, that movie wasn't that bad. I, I mean, it, again, it could be, you know, we have different tastes, so... I'm not going to just criticize you for not liking it. But. No, but I'm not. I, I I didn't I didn't run it down. Like it's not nowhere near no John Henry Armors foul. Right. Oh right. God. I just I just thought it's one of it's one of let's just stick Jane Five. It, it more could have been explored yeah. with that movie. Oh yeah, no, I but, agree. I agree with that. I, I I think I would say the movie just let me down more so than hated it. Okay. Let's put it that way. Now I got to see it because the trailer was giving me superhero freedom riders, and no. I just don't. I wasn't here in the beginning of the list. Now, if I would, I would put uh, Code Eight on there versus uh, Project Power. I'm not you sure know what? Code Eight. I did because I first of all I couldn't get through the extraction. Okay. So I was just like, Phew. so if I can't get through the extraction, I, I so I didn't even give Code Eight a chance. So okay, now, once it. again, if if I probably seen Code Eight, I probably would agree with you. I didn't get to see all Code Eight. I just thought everybody was on hype chain because of Stephen Amell. Right. The movie wasn't bad, but I was like, this could have been better as an anthology. Okay. Fair. That's how I feel about Project Power. It would have been better as an anthology, but I didn't anthology. think it was a bad movie. Now, did you want me to get through my best? Oh, uh, yeah. You're on a roll. So, like, oh. You're more entertaining than I will ever be, so... Okay, we're not gonna do all that, but it, so <laughs> here you be now when it comes to <laughs> no, I, I I do appreciate, it. I really do. Thank you, but I say, but you know, say I won't ever step on your feet on this podcast. Yes, the bro man is going wild. So, 
I have a top ten list, and I do have some honorable mentions because I'm sitting there thinking, like, I'm looking in, I'm like, okay, some things are going to have to move out, and some things are going to be put in, okay? And uh, I guess I'm going to do so right now. These are my honorable mentions for uh, best of 2020. The Lovebirds. I originally had it in my top ten, but now it's going to my honorable mention. That's the uh, oh, maybe you know Easter Ray. Yeah, Easter Ray, Easter Ray movie and on Netflix. I think it's a good rom com. I know you you like rom com swag, so mm-hmm. uh, check it out. Uh, the one and only Ivan. This is this is actually based on a true story that it was on Disney Plus. I watched it one day. I was like, oh, I gotta re- review this, but I never got a chance to do it. It's gonna be too late to review it right now. So, but it was a very cute story. But it's not gonna make it was in my top ten, but I was like, it's not gonna make it there. I, I take that off. And then the old guard. I actually like the old guard. Where uh Charlie's uh Charlie's Thornton. Charlie's Thornton, yeah. Okay, I, yeah, I, I remember that. That was that was a better movie than I expected it to be. It was. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. But it's gonna make my honorable mention as opposed to making it in my top ten. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now going into my top ten. Uh number ten. My Spy with Batista. Oh, gosh. I forgot Did how surprising that movie was for you. Yes. And you, you know what the thing is? I was like, you know what? I this movie's going to be good. Oh, I was ready to roast Batista out here like Stuber. But I was like, you know what? Stuber just looks stupid. Did, yes. You know, Batista, he, he called out to everybody to, to watch the movie. It's very important to him because it it's it a lot about diversity. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was it was a decent movie. It, it, it wasn't nothing wrong with it. I just thought the way they handled the characters and everything, and I thought Batista was—he's getting better to me as an actor. Mm-hmm. I like him. I mean, I like him as—I uh, like him as Drax. Yeah, but I mean, other than that, I—I I haven't really been watching any of his other movies. Well, I—I I, I think my spot is a cute film. Like I watched it with my son. Also, and he enjoyed it. And I watched it with my mom. I was like, okay, yeah. And she, she like, I was like, you know, but I watched it by myself. Like, hey, hey, daddy, we should try to check this out. And there are a lot of movies I'd be like, yo, dear, we should check this out. And she like, all right, we we gonna do that. We have never got back to it. Like, yeah, she, she watched this one. You you watched Mister Pizza? We never said that. I like, watched the full we thing. We watched my spy. I watched the whole thing. You can't watch the whole thing. I watched the whole thing. He falls in love with the lady and saves her from the. uh Saves her from the terrorist people and the gay couple was a secret was secret agents. It was a oh. whole thing. Okay. Well, I don't need to watch you... it. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, number nine, because I'm going to move my original number nine up. My number nine is going to be Good Trouble, the John Lewis documentary. Now, the reason why I said number nine, because it's still a good piece of work, but for all the stuff that I know about John Lewis and, and all the stuff that he did in his life, I felt that they could elaborate a little bit more, <laughs> but they focused on his his Congress stuff, the stuff that he has done uh, now, especially running for you know, stuff in the eighties and the seventies, stuff like that. And I mean, they still touch on his civil rights thing a little bit, but not as in detail that I would have liked it. But I still think it's a good documentary to learn about uh, John Lewis. Okay. So uh, make sure you guys uh, check that out as well. So my number eight is going to be uh, Blackest King. Hey. Blackest King makes the list because at first I was playing honorable mention. I'm like, no, nah, it gotta be, it gotta be in my list. It gotta be in my list. Uh, 
the Beyonce that I, I talked about it earlier was was very great, very very well done, and I, I make y'all I make sure that y'all guys gotta go uh, check check that thing out. So I'm not gonna you know keep talking over over about that. Uh, number, you know, I got I got to move it there. I got to move it there. Number seven, onward. The surprising Pixar movie this year with Chris uh was Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt and and Tom Holland. That movie got some deep heart in it. And I was like, I didn't expect to like this movie this much. And it was a really well done pick. It's one, it's, it's one of the, the better Pixar movies. And I, I legit laughed at that movie. It has legit humor and uh, legit comedy in there. So I recommend if you guys haven't seen Onward, check it out. Number six, Mortal Kombat Legends of, of Scorpion's Revenge. That Mortal Kombat Legends of Scorpion's Revenge. I forgot about that. WB finding the first animated Mortal Kombat movie, and it is as violent as you think it's going to be. If you are a fan of Mortal Kombat like I am, this is a good sign for uh, for Warner Bros. to explore other animated uh, things opposed to just Batman and Superman movies. Yes, please. So I, I recommend if you... Yeah, because they, they, they... My God, I'm like, if I hear another Superman or Batman movie coming out, I'm like, I got, I'm going to scream. And, uh, but this one, really good, really violent, and it gives us more backstory about Scorpion, especially if you guys don't know the issue of Scorpion and Sub-Zero. Remember how you told me, Sway, that Sub-Zero was less violent? Yeah, watch that movie. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, because he's the cause of all this crap. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to my top five. Number five, Sonic the Hedgehog. All right. Sonic oh. the Hedgehog was a great movie. Yeah. I enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to do. Now, it took me two viewers yeah, the first say, time. It took you the second time. <laughs> it took me the second time because the first time I fell asleep. I ain't going to lie to you. You know, a, this adulthood and everything just came over me and I fell asleep. But then I actually, you know, uh, watched it the second time and it was like, okay, this is, this is pretty good. Jim Carrey, which is great oh. as it. Who, who plays Sonic Swag? Um... Gosh, I forget his name. The only thing I know him from is Parts and Rex, and he annoyed me in Parts and Rex. Sure, uh, okay. Go look it up. Well, I think he did a good signing. Uh, James Morrison, who for some reason in things that he's in will find himself a black girlfriend. Y'all recognize that? Yes. The only thing is Enchanted. It's <laughs> the only thing. Enchanted and um, uh, X-Men were the only two What's movies. The- I was about to say because even in even in hairspray, I'm sitting there like, bruh, he 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 ride hard for Negro Week or Negro Day, and I'm just like, Jay Smart, yo, tell me what's going on, bro. You know what I'm saying, I'm just like, hey, you know, say I, I I appreciate it. His last girlfriend blew up, so he just was like, I'm gonna just move on to something completely different. Uh, like she like like Lily blew up. No, or I'm talking she? about X Men, dear. Oh X Men, oh uh, for that was his wife. Yes. Uh, number four. I'm going. I'm actually going to switch it because uh, it's going to be the Invisible Man. I got the Invisible Man was a was a horror. It still came out. The, I didn't watch it in theaters, but I was like, this is actually not a bad horror movie. It's actually pretty dope. But the way it was written, the way it was uh, flushed out, and I, it, there are annoying parts where you'd be like, can't you see this guy walking in the rain? And, you know, like <laughs> because security guards and cops in these movies be getting on my nerves. I'm like, yo, you're crazy. Put the gun. Down. I'm like, y'all, y'all can't see this figure that the rain just falling on. 
Like, you know, you can't see things floating. I'm like, I, those kind of things bother me. But other than that, it's a uh, visual man. I think it's something that uh, people, people will enjoy. So check that out as well. Now we're at the top three. Number three goes to Bad Boys for Life. That was the, that was early this year. That was the beginning of the year. So that was a great movie. Yeah, Which I, sure. I, I'm going on to say, it's my favorite I Bad think, Boys movie. I think Bad Boys for Life is the best Bad Boys movie. Yeah, I agree 100%. 100%. Because Bad Boys 2, Michael Bay went whole Michael Bay, and I was just like, I need you to reel it back because we had like two hours and 40 minutes of just mindless action in Bad Boys 2. But uh, in Bad Boys 3, I was like, I enjoyed the story element to it. I enjoyed the acting from Martin Lawrence. I was like, I ain't know you had in you, bro. <laughs> and to, to the point, it was like, you know what? I was like, I'm glad they gave him that storyline, but also I'm like, yo, Mike Laurie has a problem. But I'm glad they kind of like addressed that. Yeah. Hmm. Like, Number man, two. Yeah. I was going to say, Bad Boys for Life loses points for me because it should have been for life. Y'all knew I was going to make a fourth one. Why wasn't that just the Honestly, movie? they didn't know they were going to make a fourth one. And then when they see how good and how successful Bad Boys 3 was in the theaters, right. it's like, we, we got to come back with the fourth one. Yeah. Okay. Right. It's kind of like Little Weapon 4. I wonder, like, what would the plot be for the fourth one? Um, I know Redemption for his son. Like, now they're he, like, he, him trying to be a father and stuff. Will probably be a, a part of the storyline. Probably. I mean, I'll, 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 I'll wait to see. Oh, I'm still mad that Catherine had to die like that, though. That was he drunk. Got, he got clapped. He got, he got Like, we was actually the theater like, <gasps> I was yeah, like, oh, like, wait. I, I'd never do that. I was like, oh, <laughs> dang. Some animals escaped my body. <laughs> Number two, Hamilton. I love Hamilton so much. Like I, I'm into music. I know people. I, people, I know you. How you're the not... heck did that jump so far up the list? Because I was, cause I was like, damn, I forgot how good Hamilton was, and the the, the movie version of it, even though it's still on, on the stage, the stage on New York, especially since Broadway went dark this year, mm. which had never happened, and it, they put Hamilton on Disney Plus. If you guys have never seen Hamilton, because first of all, you know how hard it is to get tickets to Hamilton. Yeah. Mm. And we were, you got to give the rights to your firstborn and your left titty to get Ham- Hamilton tickets. Like it's wild. And we were just lucky enough to get some for our birthday. And and we went to a theater in seats that we couldn't fit in. Mm-hmm. And I, it, literally nobody, everybody was uncomfortable in the seats, but the show was great. That whole thing was a nightmare. They charged my card twice, and the oh. seats was too small. And yeah, that was a smooth six hundred dollars. So I was just like, let me call these folks right now. But um, the show was good. It made up for all of that. But then now seeing the movie, seeing it up close, seeing the actors, seeing the facial expressions, and seeing the actual Broadway cast, because we, we had the Philly cast, obviously. Uh-huh. So seeing the Broadway cast, I thought it was phenomenal. And if you're into musicals, definitely check out Hamilton on Disney+. And the number one movie of 2020 that shocked me, the Five Bloods. Spike Lee's The Five Bloods. Insert gif of Del De- Orlando dancing in the club. It's my favorite gift for 2020. If I, I told Swag to check it out, uh, R&B, have you checked out The Five Bloods? Actually, I have. And that was, that movie was, that was a really deep and very um, thought-driven movie for me. Yeah. Um, 
Spike Lee, he he always creates these very complex type of films um, that makes you really think and and really makes you have like a conversation about it afterwards. Yeah, I mean, he he could be brutal on the visuals, but uh, Spike Lee does go around and make his point, and I felt as though that this was a good follow-up to the success of Black Klansman. Mm-hmm. Like Spike Lee has, ha- has got himself like Spike Lee recently has stayed on one topic and focused on it, and it was come out great. Whereas previous movies he has had did multiple topics, and he's like, okay, well we can't fit all this. But in Black Klansman and in The Five Bloods, it was just this one journey of whether this is a group of people or this person going through what what they need to go through to get get to their goal. And the five bloods t- takes a turn, in the after the one hour mark that I ain't see coming. Mm-mm. So, I, like I said, swag. Whenever you, I, I know, I asked you to watch so we could talk about it. Right. And I know you was just like we just, just never got back to it. Yeah, I know if you probably go to that for now, it's still probably say like forty five minutes. Right. I got an hour forty left remaining, but uh, <laughs> I do recommend you check that movie out. That's why it's my number one movie issue with something at the Oscars next year. And that is my best and worst movies of 2020. Gotcha. All right. Um, I guess I'll just hop into the games list. Um, that was a great list. Uh, I do have a few honorable mentions. Um, these are games I really enjoyed, but I couldn't find a place they would go on the list. One, Hot Shot Racing, an arcade racer. I have it on the Switch. It is a blast to play. It gives me that arcade feeling. Um I've been. I needed something to fill that void that burnout gave me, because there's, there's not going to be another burnout, and I just got to deal with it. Unfortunately, the last great one was Burnout Revenge. It's not being remade unless I get an Xbox Series S and it's on uh, Games Pass. There's no way. There's no way I'm going to get that game back. So, High Shot Racing is on my honorable mentions. Warzone, Call of Duty, Warzone. Mm-hmm. Excellently made. It's a phenomenal game. Uh, Spellbreak, another uh, battle royale game with uh, it's more like wizards and stuff. However, I didn't want to put it on the list because it's been in pre-alpha for a long while, so I didn't want to. I don't really consider it a um, this year. I don't consider it this year. Worm Rumble, which is also another battle royale game, but it's in the platform. It was free on PlayStation uh, Plus for PS Five. It's really fun to play, so I got to give it that. And uh, last on my honorable mention, Streets of Rage Four. Uh, I love that. Made uh, honorable mention. Yeah, dang. Okay, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. You know what? I knew somewhere in life, Swag had to get me back. This is my Project Power problem. I was like, this is like, I'm gonna get it back. At you for Project Power. <laughs> I just said, I just, I personally disagree. I'm not gonna like. You should never make a list again. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, um, yeah, Street Fighter Four. It's great. It's a phenomenal um, side-scrolling beat 'em up game, and I, I, I love beat 'em up games. Um, I don't think you can use the word phenomenal and honorable mention in the same sense. No, yeah, because all the other games were, to me, better. So let me start with number 10. It's a uh, game on the Switch called Super Crush KO. This is a platforming game with DMC style type combos. Phenomenal. This I went off a wimp. Uh, a whip? A wimp? Whip? I, I, just, I just bought it because it was, I just saw it in the store. I was like, is that what? the game with the little genie lady? 
No. That is uh, Celeste, I think. No, 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 no. Okay. That's not Celeste. I know what you're talking about, but it's not that, no. Um, okay. No, this is uh, just a girl, like, she just has, like, someone, an alien comes to Earth, she steals her cat, and then she's just like, you know what? I'm going to just grab this gun, start shooting all the aliens in the place. I don't know what it is about people taking people's pets and they just go batshit crazy, but you know what? If someone took my cat, I understand. So this game okay. is super fun. Um, the combos you can execute in this are, like, amazing. And that is number 10. Number 9, Fall Guys, uh, Ultimate Knockdown. This game is what an online Mario Party should have been. This game came out of nowhere. It was free on PS Plus, And I was like, you know what? Let me try it. I had some of the most fun out of the years uh, with this game. It's, it's literally, if Mario Party was an online game, this would be it. And I hope Nintendo takes notes and sees this well, and, like, you know, tries to do. They just put things. Among Us on the Switch. Um, I, I I didn't put that on, like, my honorable mentions or my list because that game came out in 2018. So I don't want to gotcha. consider it a 2020 game. The game is great, sure. but uh, I didn't want to consider it that. Um, number seven, Astro's Playroom. This was the game that really made me understand the PS5. Can I, if I can interrupt real quick, R&B, you still there? Yeah, I'm still here. When you look, keyword, I'm saying when. When you get a PS5, right? The one game you got to play to understand the true nature of the controller that they got for PS5, right? Is Astro's Playroom. It's yeah. it comes with it. It's free. Yep. And it's a game that's basically it's a, it's, a, it's, not, it's not a long game at all, but it's it's a game where it it should, like if you, you you feel the power of what you can do with that control, it's frightening. I just had to say that it's it's yeah. incredible, incredible. I didn't even know what I was getting into until I played that game. I thought I was like, oh, now <laughs> I understand. Which, and- by the way, swag. I hate the frog. Yeah, <laughs> I hate the frog. I hate the frog. <laughs> <laughs> I still want to know your speed run times because I, I got to check that out. Not with that frog. <laughs> Not with that frog. Oh, no, there's uh, speed run like levels where you could just like you have to get to the finish line as quick as you can. I just want to see your times, and then I just want you to see my times and be like, hey, how how did you do that? Because <laughs> uh-huh. I know you're gonna text me like you just get mad. <laughs> no, you. But um, yeah, Astro Playroom is for now. Anyone that gets a PlayStation Five. Please, 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 please play that game. Not only does it show the capabilities of what the PlayStation 5 can do, slash the PlayStation 5 controller can do, but it's an excellent, excellent, excellent legacy game that PlayStation Battle, um, PlayStation uh, Battle Royale All-Stars just did not do. This one really, like, stays true to the legacy of PlayStation to the point where I wish there were more levels in this game. To me, this game was way too short. I want to, I want, I like, I restarted constantly because I love this game so much. Number eight. Wait, gosh, I can't count. Six. Last of Us Part Two. Now, a lot of people. You mean the game that shut down the video game awards this year? The, the Oscar-winning game. Yes, <laughs> Last of Us Part Two. Now, I, I go on. I liked Last of Us 2. I liked it. I don't hate it as a, as much as a lot of people in the world do. But this game definitely has its flaws. 
the execution of this game dropped heavy, especially with the story. Like, they could have done so much better. However, technical-wise, the game is outstanding. It's very polished. I haven't seen the glitch. Everything was very smooth to me. Combat, shooting, it all felt great. The story is where it lacked. Now, you go from the first game playing as Ellie to where you're, like, in in the first game, Ellie didn't want to kill anyone. Now, in this game, you're going on a rampage to slaughtering armies just to get revenge. And it feels very out of place for her character just to jump from there to there. And it does that a lot with the characters in this game. Not only with Ellie, but with Joel. Joel was someone that just did not trust anyone, no matter who it was. To the point where he trusted someone for one second, and that got him killed. And it's so almost like, this is so unlike his character that it kind of felt shoehorned in. And I can understand why a lot of people were mad about that. Because, you know, that it, it, it felt shoehorned in. Now, this game would have worked better if it was like a walking simulator and if you're fighting zombies. This game would have worked better if it concentrated on the zombies uh, more instead of fighting an army. And then you get to uh, the person that you're trying to get revenge on. Because... Every time you kill one of the main people you're trying to go after, yeah. you start to feel bad about killing that person. And it's like, this doesn't make sense. You went and slaughtered an army of people, and now you all of a sudden feel bad because you killed this one person. Just to go to sleep, wake up, and do it again just to find the next person after that. Like, that that's really inconsistent. That's really inconsistent for her character, and I didn't like it. Now, Abby is another character that you play as. She was the antagonist in this game. Well, quote-unquote the antagonist in this game. I personally liked her better than Ellie. However, the problem with it is that she faces no consequences whatsoever throughout this whole game. And that is, to me, that is bad writing, especially for someone, you know, for her character and her character arc. The reason why she is going after... uh, the reason why she's the antagonist is because she killed Joel in the beginning of the game. Ellie is going after her, so of course you're going to see her in the eyes of the antagonist. Ten hours into the game, they make you play as her for ten hours. Which has already been to put a bad taste in people's mouth because she's like, you killed one of the... You killed a character that I care about. Why do I have to play as you? Now, not only does this character... It's like, Not only does it do that, but... Again, she does not face consequences. You see her switch on her side, like like on her team. She's going around killing her friends and stuff because she wants to save a boy to help uh, his sister. And it's almost insane. It's almost insane. It's like, yo, like you're going around while you're playing the game as Abby, and then you see some of your uh, crewmates. It's like, hey, Abby, what you doing? You completely shoot them in the face and walk on like nothing happened. It's like... I find that unrealistic to be that stone cold. It, it I feel the execution could have been a lot better. And again, uh, well, not again, but also adding on to that, the game kept going to where it should have ended. There was a uh, final showdown between Ellie and Abby, where um, after you like after you play as Abby, uh, Ellie, you go to Abby. However, at the end of Abby's chapter. You have to fight Ellie. 
and Ellie is using all the tactics that you upgraded with her throughout the story. So let's let's say like you made a Mazeltov bomb, uh, or you customize a Mazeltov bomb to the highest degree. She will use that against you in that boss fight. And I was like, okay, that's genius. After that boss fight, I was like, you should end the game there. But no, they kept it going, and I, I was like, the it's it's more disappointing than anything that they did this to this game. However, I can't, I can't, you know, argue with how well the game was made, even though the story, I can say whatever it is about the story, but the game was very well made. The technical aspect of it was very well made. That's why this is that low on my list. Well, I know it's above it. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Animal Crossing New Horizons. This I game literally came out and saved the world. I don't care what anyone said. Like, this game came out at the right time, the right place, the right time. This is why Switches was going out of sale. And this game, it literally, the whole COVID situation, it literally took your mind off of that and gave you the vacation that you wanted from everything. And I, I never played an Animal Crossing game before until now. And I like I could say the whole world was addicted to it. This was like the new this was like the new drug that everyone found and it just all went to it. This game it, it, there's no reason that I can't put it on my top ten list because of how much it like, you know, distracted me from everything that was going on. Um it the game is fun. I made my own island. I went to my friend first of all, Nintendo needs to work on their online because it's insane. Um yeah, the day. Yeah, oh yeah, man. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Animal Crossing New Horizons, phenomenal. Uh, number, is this five? Yeah, this is five. Okay, top five. Uh, Geshen Impact. Geshen Impact is a free-to-play game. Now, it, it, it's out for mobile, it's out for PC, it's out for, I think it's out for Xbox, it's out for PlayStation. It's coming to the Switch soon. This game is what free-to-play games should model after. It is a phenomenal work of art. It's literally Breath of the Wild anime style. Now, I'm not sure if any of you guys play Breath of the Wild. Now, with the open world, you you, you can literally go anywhere at any time. You, um, you could climb anything, find treasure all over the place, fight enemies, upgrade yourself. But you also have a team with you where you can switch in and out of characters, which they all play completely different. And I thought that was, it's, it's absolutely gorgeous. It's, it's so beautiful that I can see AAA games nowadays that can't get it right. Um, no shots at cyberpunk or anything, but just AAA games that can't get it right at all. And this game got it right as a free to play game. Yes, it is a gotcha game. You may spend a lot of money. I know some people spent nearly $2,000 on it. Uh, within, I heard within the first two weeks, it made over $10 million dollars. Because of people uh, buying like certain characters and stuff, but Yeesh. now I, I'm not I'm not someone that's going to buy characters. That's just not me. I will just play with the ones I have <laughs> and enjoy the game while I can. But no, this this game is really really fun to play, uh, and and this is it's surprising the achievements of it. Number four, Hades. I played this late. It's on my list. I'm not into dungeon crawlers. At all, neither am I. I hate games to where if you don't beat it, you have to start from the beginning, or if you die, you have to start from the beginning. This game has everything written down 
for oh, in this top. I'm not a big fan of top down games either. We have to look above the character and see everything. This game literally has everything that I don't like about it. However, it does so well at bringing me in and keeping me playing so much. This is kind of like Diablo, isn't it? Yeah, in a way, it's kind of like that. Like the um the not the, I don't want to say the game, but the camera style is kind of like Diablo. Yeah, yeah. I personally don't like top down games. To me, it's just I personally don't like it. But this game literally does it. It it write everything written down for it. It shows as a game I wouldn't like, but for some reason it keeps grabbing me back. This is a game where like um. Like, if I had my Switch out in public or if I'm out somewhere, I could pick this up real quick and just, you know, play it. And I'll have a blast doing it. Not only that, the music is great. The graphics is great. The art style is great. And this is one of the times where the Greek gods aren't a complete douche. Yes, I mean, yeah, you have Leo Zeus being Zeus because, you know, Zeus is a douche. All the gods in uh, um, Greek mythology are douche. However, they're so charismatic that you just love them and you want to be a part of them. Basically, the story is about uh, Hades' son trying to get out of hell and go to Olympus to be with the other gods. And you have to you have to fight through 50 floors of hell just to get there. And, you know, when you get out, you can finally go to Olympus. However, when you die, you can either, like, uh, when you die, you start from the beginning. However, you can buy new weapons. You can get new perks. Everything is randomized. So each dungeon is, will not be the same as the last. Um, and th- this game really brings it like it- it's phenomenal. So we got certain guys that are just so good. Like, um, like I said, uh, let me go back to the gods being du- gods are douchey. However, they're so charismatic that you still want to be around them. Like I know the God of wine and um, I forget his name, but he's the God of wine. Like, Every time you uh, get a perk from him, he's like, yo, you, you got to get up here, man. We're, we're waiting for you. And you, you see Zeus is like, hey, nephew, you still working? Like, I mean, good luck down there. But if you want to hurry, hurry up and come up. It, it's, I don't know why. It just makes me want to play that more. Um, Hades is a great game. I'm glad it got the attention it deserved. I'm a little upset that I didn't play it earlier. But I'm glad it got the attention it deserved during the Game Awards and stuff. So, shout out to that game. Number three. We're on the top three. Spider-Man Miles Morales. Now, this game meant the most to me out out of all the games in this list. Never did I... Never... Well, I mean, I had a feeling it may come one day. But I would have never thought there would be a... Miles Morales mainline Spider-Man game coming to me this soon. This soon. And the not only was Spider-Man PS4 great, but it was super polished. And I was like, there's no way they can make it better. They somehow made this combat, web-slinging, everything better in this game. And it's mind-blowing of how much they made it better. The the story, it I, I like the story because it's condensed. You don't have those uh, slow down pace missions like the Mary Jane missions in the first one. But <laughs> out of all the Spider-Man media that I've consumed over the years, this one stays true to the title of Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man. Because he is literally, 
he is literally the Spider-Man of his neighborhood and is helping his neighborhood and has those mis- those side missions that I feel like should have been mandatory where you're helping out your neighbors, helping the people in the bodega, helping the people at the barbershop, helping the people at the grocery store. It's and helping people at feasts. This really felt homey. And not only that, but they got the cultural aspect right. Representation absolutely matters and it shines throughout this whole game throughout this whole game you get his um hispanic uh heritage in this you get his uh black culture heritage in this and it's it's full it's full of life even when playing like even with simple things like if you're taking out an enemy um sometimes miles will just speak in spanish uh miles sometimes speak in spanish with his mom it 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 takes dedication and a lot of research to really do this and i know the team they said they went out in neighborhoods they gave the script to like people who lived in harlem and it was like okay what do you think about that and the people responded, it was like, well, you don't want to say that because if you say that, he'll get smacked. Like, th- this is how um, a family in our culture will respond to each other. So I'm glad that they did their research and, you know, made this as authentic as possible. And, the, like, I really, I can't get enough of this game. The only reason why it's so low on my list is because um, once you 100% the game, is literally nothing to do. I mean, you could do, uh, like, side missions here. Uh, well, not side missions, but you could do, um, like, uh, app application missions, like, we're just fighting bad guys. But other than that, there's not really much to do. I wish it was a tab. You can still, you can still do that after you 100% the game? Yeah, you can still do those missions. You just, you just have to open the phone and um, click on what you want to do. And then it'll mm. just uh, find the closest thing. Um, but, yeah. The the game was excellent. The story was great. I do I want to say it's better than Spider Man PS4. Maybe give me some time. I, I may it, it may it may flip or flop depending on the day. But I felt the boss battle was uh, the final boss was better executed in this game than it was previously. And the part that gets me the most is during the ending where his, the neighbors see his face. They tell him, put on a mask, and the news reporters come up to the neighbors like, yo, did you see his face? He's like, like who is he? And they like, that's our Spider-Man, and that's how I felt playing the game. That is our Spider-Man. That is my Spider-Man. Spoiler my alert. Spider-Man. It's still kind of new. I, I'm sorry. That I, I just need to fan out real quick. That is my Spider-Man, and I'm, I'm just glad, like, I, I'm I'm glad Miles is getting the mainstream attention that he deserves. So I'm very happy for that. Um, next, number two. Now, number two and number one, only recently they've been, like, flip-flopping with each other. However, I'm going to just, you know, I got to give this my number two, which is Final Fantasy VII Remake. This game was way better than I would have ever imagined being. Final Fantasy VII is a classic game. And it, I feel like a remake was needed because of how dated that game is. This remake completely revised the battle system, revised the world, even revised the story. Now, a lot of people don't know, but this is not really a remake. This is technically a sequel to Final Fantasy VII. So... If you don't know the story of Final Fantasy VII, it's best that you play the original and then carry on to here. Also, this uh, story only is only one-third of the Final Fantasy uh, VII story. Uh, so it takes place, I would say, I think in the ri- original game is about two to four hours 
of what you play in the original game, they expand that to 40 hours. Now, of course, they're going to stretch things out. You, that's that's a given if you're going to stretch a four-hour segment to a 40-plus-hour game. However, now, when I first played it, it felt dragged on. However, I'm replaying it uh, at the moment, and nothing feels dragged on at all. Everything feels as fun as it was previously, if not more fun. The battle system is... I didn't understand it at first. However, it's very, very... Very easy to get the hang of. You could, you know, utilize your characters in completely different ways. The way you could switch your characters in and out of combat seamlessly. I I have very, very, very high hopes for the next edition that they have for this. I'm hoping there's a definitive edition that they're rumoring for PS5 so we could get that 60 frames per second. Because, God, the graphics are beyond this world. Beyond this world. They The story is so well... I've never okay. Cloud is a cool character. Um, uh, he, of course, he's the face of Final Fantasy. But Cloud is a cool character. However, he is a bland piece of paper. He is boring. This game really gives him a personality, and it shows his growth throughout the game. And I got to You got to give it to the writing of that. That was phenomenal. That was phenomenal. And number one. My game of 2020 that should have won game of the year at the VGAs, but, you know, you can't control everything, is Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima is one of the most polished games I have ever played, period. It is pretty to look at. One of the most beautiful games I have ever played, period. I realized like certain like certain aspects um well certain points of the map I was just looking at and I'm just like sitting there dazed because my god like I want to be there and then realizing I'm only on one third of the map this is not even a full map I'm looking at the the map is huge the scope is huge like this game really like so I was a fan of uh Insania games because they made uh, uh Infamous uh, infamous one and two, and infamous second son. Um, I'm sorry, this is not a Somniac. It's Sucker Punch. My apologies. Sucker Punch games made uh, infamous one and two, and infamous second son. Infamous second son was okay, which was their first game for the PS4 that opened up the PS4, which uh, that was a launch title. And I'm glad they came to close this uh, system with this game because it shows how talented this studio is, and they're like. These, this studio is completely, completely, completely underrated at what they've done. They not This game doesn't do anything new. However, it takes things from other games and refines them in such a way where it's like, if it's not done like this, I won't play the previous games ever again. Uh, example, I recently got Assassin's Creed Valhalla. The game is okay, but... I can't enjoy that game as much because I was like, I know there's a better version out there, and that's Ghost of Tsushima. Mm. Um, th- this game really just takes it out the park with the story. Not only with the story, but the side missions. The side missions are done so well, and not only adds character development to the main character, but character mm. development to the side characters, which you don't see in a lot of games. To the point where these feels like these missions feel like actual story missions instead of side missions. And it's a shame that they're optional, but I think that 
the care and detail uh, that they took and had the option for them to be optional missions just shows how much passion that they had throughout the whole game for you to explore, for you to search and all that. And doing all that and wrapping it in one package was just phenomenal. But that wasn't even enough for them because they added a free update to the game that gave you multiplayer, which is still one of the most polished multiplayer experiences that that's probably out there. I never experienced the lag. I never experienced trouble like, you know, trying to fight in the game. This game really, really breaks all the barrier walls. And this is a great close to this generation and an exciting leap to what's to come in the next generation. And yeah, that's my list. Okay. (laughs) Sorry about that. My throat was a little... Um, I'm still here. Oh no, yeah, no, my throat was like clogging up because I'm thirsty. Uh huh. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's my list for top ten uh video games of this year. Now, I know you asked for a top worst. I'm still trying to figure out what's bad. The only bad game I could really put on there is Avengers, and I don't Ugh. really want to say that's bad. That's more disappointing because I mm. had high hopes for it, but um, yeah. Avengers is disappointing, and I'm going to say it to my sports hit over here in R&B. Madden 21 sucks. <laughs> Madden 21, yes, the one with Lamar Jackson yeah. cover, sucks. Mm. It sucks. Like, and I, I don't know how often you get Madden, but you can skip it this year. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I got mad in for content purposes only. And you know what's funny? They they uh got the whole PS5 version, and you know what? It looks exactly the same. I'm still mad about the way Snoop Dogg looked. Yeah, it uh it sucks. Yeah. I just I, I just wanted to put it out there. Avengers let me down. Uh I believe NBA 2K21 is better on PS5 than it is on PS4. And uh, 2K Battlegrounds was not bad, but it wasn't the greatest neither. Mm-hmm. And I think people were just waiting for like the next wrestling game, which we got four coming out next year. So, mm. and I need to get the R and B on to Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. What is taking you so long? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I need to. I really need to do better. I get myself uh, acclimated with my switch and stuff. Don't let, okay. Look, hey, don't let the game is only, the, the game is only what anywhere between eleven to twenty dollars. Dead serious. And then we can practice and play online. Yeah. All right. But yeah, that uh, that's pretty much the podcast right there. Uh, thank you for joining us, uh, R&B. I really appreciate you being here today. No problem, good brother. Uh, is there any, like, where they can find you? Like, any social media that uh, you want to put out there? Um, I, I'm, I'm working on uh, my social media buy-in. Well, uh, I mean, you can find me on my first. I have a personal Facebook. Um, but If you want to put that out there, you, you don't have to. No, I'm on Facebook. And I'm on Instagram, um, but I'm going to come out with a R uh, R N B page eventually. But yeah, gotcha, gotcha. Uh, 
Um, I, I'm pretty sure Lee Sketch is not here, but you can find her on Turn to Eve's Hip Hop Culture and Beyond. Uh, that podcast, that's where she's usually um, on. And Mr. Amy, where can we find you? You guys can find me hosting the No Gimme See the Wrestling Podcast. TLC is, well, while we're recording this, it's, in, it's tomorrow, but y'all going to know the review already by the time y'all hear this. So, But yeah, uh, we're going to do our best and worst of 2024 wrestling on that side. So make sure to listen to that. You guys can also find me in R&B doing Ballers Lounge Podcast Season 2. We'll be coming up next year. We're, we're discussing and going through things of how we're going to fix the podcast stuff like that right now. So I'm trying. I'm trying to uh, get all the old episodes back so I can put them up on Anchor and finally get this thing uh, started, and then we can go right on to season two. So check out uh, uh, for that, and then um, you guys can. I'm co-hosting Nerd Gas Talk podcast. So once again, uh, you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at NC Place Number Two B. Yes, yes, you can find them there. Uh, you can find me. I'm mostly on Nerd Coalition Level Up. Um, you will see the Sephiroth Challenge. I'm still editing that video, but that will be out uh, Tuesday. So make sure you get ready for that uh, because I definitely have fun with it. And you may see a Sephiroth Legacy video. Well, not really Legacy, but um, a revamp of the final battle in Final Fantasy VII. Uh, not what I was playing. What was that? Not what I was playing. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, no, I meant for uh, the game. Because I've, I've been really playing it just to do that fight. Because I was trying to do, oh, okay. fight. I t- do a video for that fight. But my save data didn't cross over. So had to replay the whole okay. game. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, this game is pretty good. But, um, yeah, so you guys can see that. Uh, make sure you subscribe. Make sure you, um, yeah, follow us on the applications where you can listen to us on your podcast such as spotify google play well no google play google podcast apple podcast speakers stitcher all that jazz and then uh yeah wherever you are qflow take us out Get ready to shake things up with pineapple, coconut, and tango with mango lemonade, the two newest flavors of Rockstar Recovery from Rockstar Energy. These flavors are coming to you just in time to recover from the end of summer. But if that isn't enough, Rockstar Energy is giving five lucky people the chance to win $1,000 to fund their hustles. That's one grand in your pocket for any project you want. So recover like a rock star, hustle like a rock star, and visit rockstarhustle5.com for your chance to win. That's rockstarhustle5.com. See website for official rules and details.